Welcome, Highfalutin Ski Bump Podcast, episode number 162. Two pals, Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up? What's up is we have a special guest that we've been looking forward to have on the podcast for a while. I think first, what's up is your blood alcohol level. Oh, blood alcohol level is pretty high up there, but uh, I tell you what, I'm feeling pretty good. That's, I feel strong. I feel strong. That's what it's all about. And yes, we do have our friend, the one and only, you know him from the Bean of the Week. It is our pal, Frank. Frank. Marvelous Frank with the beans. I like Welcome, it. my friend. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, pleasure to be on board here, uh, sipping on some fine stuff myself and a couple of drinks on the way as well. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it's been far too long. It's been almost a year, I think, since we had you on. And again, uh, too I, long. You know, too we long. say it, like we hung out back at the um, the TGR movie back in November, and we always were like, hey, why don't we plan a trip where we actually go and ski together? But again, <laughs> somehow we, looking at me, fuck it up. So it, it, I think we went to the same places, but like a week after or a week before each other, which is really hilarious if you think about it. Yeah, I think I think we were in Colorado like the week after you were, and I think up in Vermont a couple times, like just a week off. So yep. yeah, we really need to plan better. And again, we say this stuff in the summertime, but this is the time when you can start planning and like you know jotting off times in the calendar. So definitely, definitely. Again, it's a little ridiculous, but that's what we do here. We are ridiculous. Yeah, last uh, time I last time I saw you was at the NYC yeah, TGR premiere, which uh, I got to be honest, uh, compared to their other shows, I was a little bit disappointed. A lot of the guys were not there this year. Um, most of the years they're all there, but I'm sure they were already like started filming in other places, etc. But uh, uh, they're usually there. Too big. Like, like, where do you think that's coming from? You think it's getting too big or they just scheduling? Like, um, it, sometimes it has to do like, yeah, what kind of scheduling, what, what they have, like on their plans. I, uh, you know, I've, I've met a, pretty much almost all of them. I have like a bunch of different, uh, signed posters and, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with all of them, including like Ian McIntosh and a couple other of them. Um, he's talking, all, right? Like he's a, he's your buddy. You're actually like, a. You slide those DMs. You're like, what's up, Ian? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious that he responds. And somehow, and uh, he actually, uh, the, the funny thing about it is that he actually remembers who I am from the New York show. So I've, so I've ran into him at the New York premiere like three times now uh, with my wife. And each time he signs a poster, um, I'm actually looking at a couple of them right now. And uh, I think uh, the first one that he signed was. Uh, yeah, it says right now that I'm looking at it says uh, to Frank and Abby face shots for life. <laughs> nice. <laughs> then goes, romantic. Then he puts PS balls deep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, nice. He had another one which said, uh, yeah, uh, another one that says to Frank and Abby, here's to white stuff all over your face. <laughs> it's just, it's just classic. And uh, I think that's the last one that he signed for me. Oh. And, uh, and I had told him about a couple of the prior ones beforehand. And I told him about He's like, I know exactly who you are. He's like, he's like, I got you. He's like, it's a, um, you're the face powder balls deep guy. I know you. Yeah, pretty much. But oh, I, balls deep, Frank. Well, well, I, well I, never told, shot. I, I never told him what to write. I just told him, hey, write something funny to my wife and I. And he just that's wrote awesome. that. I'm like, I'm like, that's great. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I, think it's a, I think it's the Canadian uh, comedy that you know just uh, is naturally inherited. Them, but but, uh, if it was someone like like scott schmidt it'd be like why did the chicken cross the road 
Franklin <laughs> Abbey. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the, the, one, uh, I love uh, the stuff that he signed, and he's by far, um, you know, I respect all those skiers. They're all awesome. Um, I have Angel Collins who signed some stuff for us as well. Um, but one of the coolest uh, memorabilia things that I got was actually from uh, Sage Caterbiolosa, who just uh, signed just a small little thing just to my son. And it said, uh, Luca, dream big. And that's all it is, you know, and that's nice. gonna be something that I think that, like, as a kid, you could kind of look up to and just be like, wow, that's awesome. I can't, you know, it, that guy is an idol. I can't wait to grow up to be like him. And I'm hoping that kind of, you know, transpires into something huge in his life. So I really look forward to that. But Ian's definitely, uh, I just like the way he skis. It's awesome. It's just a big mountain, like hard skier. It's, he, he's a funny dude. And it's just, uh, you know, I like that type of personality in people. You got to respect that. Oh yeah. But isn't it cool too? Like you, you kind of, when you meet them and you kind of talk to them you can see how their personality sort of can, is seen in their skiing too. Oh, like some yeah. of those guys who are like just in your face, like they're the ones in the movies that you're like, you're always laughing at and they're just doing the craziest stuff. And it's uh there's, there's always something to that. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, I mean, I think your skiing style matches who you are as a person by far. Uh, you know, if you're if you're a rowdy skier, you're probably a rowdy individual. You know, yeah, I, I got a couple exceptions to that with a uh, micro of people that uh, I ski with, but uh, in general, I think it definitely uh, goes with who you are as a person. But if they're a calm person and quiet, and they're like balls out on the mountain, there is a demon inside them that wants to get out. And that demon probably can get unlocked with certain legal and illegal beverages. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Definitely. <laughs> that demon is living in there. <laughs> well, Frank, thank you for joining us today. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, please. Thank you for listening. Uh, please check us out. Ski all the socials, twitter.com, Facebook, Instagram. We are at ski bump podcast. We were bitching about Facebook last week. We barely put any effort into Facebook because fuck Facebook. Dude, Instagram. I haven't gone to Facebook in like two months. Yeah, all they're doing, you know, and people are bitching about like, oh, we should break up Facebook. Why don't you stop giving them all your information for free? That, the only reason Facebook exists is because we, you put shit out there. How about that? Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, the only time I really post on Facebook is actually because it's linked to my Instagram. So like it just goes like when I post one, I just like, sure, here, share with other people. But I have a lot of relatives in Europe that like uh, uh, basically only use Facebook. So that's the only way to communicate with them. That's the only reason why but it's I just had sharing it. pictures, right? It, yeah, that's all I really do. I, I don't okay. really go on it. I don't want to. Let's put it like this. I really don't give a shit about people's opinion too much. So it's like <laughs> it's fine and dandy, but everyone has one. And quite frankly, they're not that important. Stop kidding yourselves. Your opinion, it's fine. It's cool. Everybody wants to have opinion. an opinion, right? Like, yeah. Well, everybody wants to get mad. Like that's that's what like Instagram, uh, Facebook has discovered that people get more engaged and there's more clicks and views and more ads can get served up when people are pissed off at each other. So they just keep so creating this, this this nonsense discourse that just goes on rampant. Like people just fighting over nothing. You're online yelling at someone you don't even know. Like for nothing over nothing. Like why are you defending Trump? Why are you hating Trump? Like is he your buddy? Do you know him? Dude, he's a billionaire. Like he's got his own. He's he's a big boy. Like you don't have to defend him. Huge. Or like the person slashing at him, like you don't know him either. Like it's it's all just. I love goofy. when people put their whole little like they write like a paragraph of like you know some like thing they thought about like 
in a vacuum where nobody else gives a fuck and they put it out there like everybody's supposed to be like oh my god that's so great that you you're, you're a genius you know if you're a fucking genius you'd be on tv you'd have a blog you'd get paid for this shit but you're not you're a fucking schmo that has an opinion just Are you like talking about our podcast asshole. right now? I'm just saying. <laughs> Are you talking, talking about our goddamn podcast? I'm, I'm talking about a lot of my friends on Facebook that I never fucking like say hi to. They're not That's your friends. What I'm talking about. They're That's not right. your friends. That's right. Listen, so yeah. my my Instagram feed is like fifty percent skiing, twenty percent like exotic cars because I like like awesome cars and the rest and are I big see, booty models pretty much yeah and 30 oh, and, and, yeah. And, the, and the last 30 percent is oh, this girl yeah. doing squats all day long <laughs> <laughs> oh these little bitches at the gym that are like mm, with the bangs or whatever they're just fucking like doing squats like yeah. not a single face is shown yeah, exactly <laughs> I don't even know what this girl looks like I just see her doing squats that's it that's it everybody's getting booty implants now that's all right i got i've got nothing against isn't that, that crazy dude like people getting ass implants we uh, we've reached a new level of fucked up in this insanity game. it's crazy yeah dude it, like botox wasn't enough like lip imp- like fucking what, what implants. Happened? that's fine but the what ha- ass implants what happens when they figure out how to do like dick implants? Like, uh, it's gonna be off the charts. You're gonna Perhaps have to Perhaps they out. already have. Dude, what was it? It was a uh, hmm. Vice did, uh, what was it South Korea? Like, the biggest thing of dick like enhancement. Like, it is crazy. Those guys are like, oh, I have very a small penis. I wanna get bigger <laughs> penis. It's fucked up, man. They're like getting like dick implants. Like, whatever you got. Did South Park inspire this? <laughs> no, Vice did that whole thing on like fucking the dick implants, and it was crazy, man. Crazy. Well, well I mean, I, I mean, it's gonna get to the point if that. I mean, obviously, it's gonna eventually evolve to that, right? Just like it did with like girls, like you know, uh, breast and uh, ass implants and everything else. Eventually, uh, once they figure out exactly how to do it properly to like a guy's dick, all of a sudden you're going to have guys walk around with like five foot dicks just like hanging over the total. <laughs> like, you're going to have to have like backpacks full of extra blood. Hey, Moby, can you last me my fucking backpack because I left it on the beach? Well, think about how much extra blood you're going to come around with, you know? Like, otherwise you're going to get like, just like pass out. Yeah. It's going to be like Viagra, like liquid Viagra and blood in your backpack. Just fire it up! How do you think that would change the ski industry? They'd have to make like pairs with like three pairs of skis. One thing switch it, like yeah, like three skis ski and like the regular skis. <laughs> yeah, like the, the third ski, the dick ski. <laughs> Pretty much. Think about all the tricks. <laughs> Look, no hands, no skis. Woo-hoo. He's just spinning around on it. <laughs> Dude, the for, human helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great oh fuck man <laughs> see, you in tw- see you in 2030 <laughs> it's got your buddies like pushing your feet like like a merry-go-round dude hello olympics man fuck yeah uh, that's great it's, this <laughs> that, oh, i'm in the olympics oh yeah <laughs> that's our future there we go uh yeah so if you want to support this nonsense ski bump podcast.com slash shop and buy some uh some merch we would love for you to, to love to hook you up um also we're on youtube and Pinterest. depending on what year you're listening to this there might be another ski thing for the third ski just saying yes yeah, so we could have a special uh cod special piece. ski Cod piece, perhaps. <laughs> Cod piece ski. <laughs> you never know. Uh, yeah, we're on everything now. iHeartRadio. I think we're there now, right? Spotify, YouTube. Eh, just go to the website, skibumpodcast.com. Get all the info there. It's time 
for our prey today. Mario, our prey today, what do you got? All right, so today I'm rocking a, uh, another Florida beer. Um, it's uh, Motorworks Brewing Company. Motorworks? Nice. Motorworks. Okay, cool. uh, And it is the Pulp Friction uh, IPA. Very good IPA, I got to say. This is one of my favorites. Still below the highlight, but I tell you what, this is, this is up there. This is great. Um, There's only uh, 6.3 ABV. Um, Really nice, mild IPA. Try a Sarasota, these guys? Uh, Add a Sarasota. What is Sarasota Uh, known for? Yeah, they're not known for skiing. Just just to let that out there. Let the cat out of the bag. Uh, But this place is legit. I'll tell you what. Yes, well, these guys are legit. Good brewery. Uh, they're old, they're well known around and uh, make it pretty sweet IPA. So is that the uh, the pulp friction grapefruit? Yeah, a different one. It's a grapefruit it IPA. So oh, nice. I think it's infused with a little grapefruit, but uh, I'm usually not a grapefruit person, but it works. You know. Yeah, I'm looking at some of their uh, just their website, and they have some pretty awesome looking, like their uh, their. They're seasonal and specialty beers. They got some really cool stuff. Well, their problem is that they're in Sarasota. If they were closer to Tampa, they would be like off the charts. Yeah. They have a they're snowflake good. unfiltered IPA. Boom. Which sounds wonderful. A mango melon habanero. Which sounds mm. awesome. They got a lot of they got a lot of really awesome looking beers. So let's say you're doing a little backcountry, you throw in the snowflake in your backpack and you're just like jumping out there, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, what do you got, bro? So I'll go next. I posted this on our Instagram on Sunday, but I still had some more left, and I felt like it was topical, and I should have it now because, number one, the beer's getting bad if it stays in the fridge any longer, and two, a certain TV show is having its final episode this upcoming weekend. You may have heard of it. I mean, Dude, everybody died. It's it's already over. Everybody's dead. It's just dead. dead. So. I have from the good folks up at Omagong up in Cooperstown, they do a, a, a couple of different game of Thrones beers every year. And I got a couple for Christmas this past year and I saved them until now. And I felt like now is probably the right time to start drinking them. And when I opened this bottle before the last episode aired, it was a happy beer because it was called the mother of dragons. It was for Daenerys nice. and we all loved Daenerys and people named their kids Daenerys and they named ah. their kids Khaleesi. And now all those people had to drown their children because Might as well have named, named Hitler, right? Pretty much. Turns out that hooker went full genocide. <laughs> after Spoiler alert. That hooker went off the reservation. She, and all shit. because Jon Snow didn't give her any D. That, why are you going to hold back the D? Jon Snow, it was his, it's his aunt, but it's a hot aunt. So Jon Snow gave her it a D minus. makes it a little hotter, doesn't it? Gave her the D minus, and she went and just went roughshod on the city. Spoiler alert again. This beer is called the Mother of Dragons, and I got to tell you, like every sip gets better with this beer. It is right. a smoked porter and creek ale blend. I didn't know what a creek ale was, but apparently it's like a tart cherry beer uh so it's the smoked porter with this tart cherry and it is really good um again it's got that that porterish kind of uh yeah like smoke flavor with the tart cherry it's uh it's a really good mix and it's really drinkable um i shared with a few people last week that were 
over to watch the show, and they were also really enjoying it. Um, Puerto-ish, like dare you say Puerto Rican? Uh, it's they spelled Puerto Rican wrong. It's P O R T R here. Damn it! What's up with that? Yeah. Thanks, Daenerys. But this is a yeah six point six. I mean, this is you probably can't find it anymore because this came out last fall ish. If you can get your hands on it, this is out of this world. It is really, really good. And I'm not the biggest Porter fan. I gotta be in the right mood for it. But this uh, was delicious. It tastes like burning people. Burn, uh, nice. picking, burning people picking cherries. That's pretty Tastes much like what they were going for. Burning. Tastes like burning. So Frank, what do you got today? So I'm so I'm a huge fan of uh, a couple different uh, uh, Tennessee whiskeys. Um, so I was going to go ahead and uh, roll with uh, my typical. I, I'm a huge fan of the single barrel uh, Jack Daniels, the rye one. It's actually really really good. Nice. Um, so me and Jack have been best friends forever. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, so uh, not too many people, not a lot of people like the taste of Jack alone without anything. Um, but I actually do. Um, I'll do like gentleman's Jack and I'll do like an old fashioned with it. Um, so I usually I really like the gentleman Jack. Sweet. Yeah. It's smooth. It's really right? nice. I almost like yeah. it better than the single, not the rye, the regular uh, bourbon. Yeah. So, so I don't like, uh, I actually, I'm actually not a fan of the uh, single barrel, uh, normal Jack, but the rye one is awesome. It's fantastic. Okay, I gotta uh, try that. I, yeah, again, I I like the gentleman Jack better than the single bourbon. So I'll yeah, give rye a shot. So so I wanted to do a little bit something different. So I went with a uh, so I went with a little uh, Kentucky uh, straight bourbon whiskey with uh, the Woodford Reserve. Um, so this is the normal one. So this is a uh, a good old Woody. Love Woody. Yeah, love it absolutely. This is a double oak one. It's oh, uh, that's nice. Oh, it's uh, it's very tasty. It has a mm, it's like a sweet smoke taste to it. Really, really nice. Uh, what I did is I put it in the freezer for about uh, about an hour and a half before the podcast, and just let it kind of just get nice and cool and chill. So this way, I don't have to dilute it with uh, with ice because you know, I mean, forty five point two percent alcohol is just not enough to keep me going. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll eventually have to get some water. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> so, but uh, that's no. no point. It's uh, it's really good. I like it. It's uh, it, it has a really nice sweet taste to it. It goes down smooth. It, it has a little uh, you know, burn to it in the beginning, but obviously that's because of the high uh, concentrated on it. But other than that, it's uh, it's really good. I enjoy it. It's nice. Yeah, Woodford yeah. has a lot of good stuff. All their stuff Woodford. is fantastic. Um, that that one, yeah, I, I got that one because they kind of changed the branding like a year or two ago. It used to have like an orange neck, uh, orange neck label on there. Mm-hmm. Now with the way they rebranded it, it's almost kind of hard to tell that one versus the regular one. But people in the know know what to look for, and that one is just—it's really good bourbon. There's a uh, there's so many that are startups now too that it's so hard to decipher what's good and what's not. Like I, I was uh, I was at the liquor store before, and I was trying to just choose something different. And a lot of them seem like they're just like jacking up the price to try to get somebody to buy it. And it may not necessarily be a good liquor at all. So I'm a little yeah. hesitant towards trying those. I'll have to go to a tasting first before I actually dive into some of those. Well, think about it this way. There's like five houses that make all the bourbons, right? So it's pretty pretty messed up. Like Buffalo Trace, like Jimmy. everything. That's, that's all like... Probably 90% of the bourbons are from those two. Yeah. It, it's just crazy, man. So 
yeah, it's cool seeing the new ones come up. But yeah, you, what, like you know, I know one of the first ones. It's not really new anymore, but like that Hudson Whiskey Company. Yeah, you, you look at the prices on those, you're like, this is really expensive, and it's good. But is it worth that kind of money when you have something like a like a Woodford or you know, some of the ones that the bigger names that you know are going to be awesome? I want to get myself. So I, like I mentioned before, I'm a huge fan of Jack Daniels. So for my 40th one, I want to buy myself is uh, the Frank Sinatra selection of Jack Daniels. I think it's around $400 a bottle. So it's not like crazy expensive, but still enough to like buy for like a special occasion. Didn't it used to be 200. I think it was cheaper when it first I'm came fake, out. Bro. You, you might be right. You, oh, you Japanese right. in the market. Now you got little Indians like trying to get your, Bourbon hands on that. I'm telling you. See, we need a nice, changes. This is why we need another recession. Is that so the <laughs> prices of bourbon can come back in line. I'm just saying. It's time when you make a lot of money. But now with that, have you actually, have you tried the Sinatra one? And like, how is it different than the regular Jack? No, I have not. I'm so curious, but quite honestly, uh, I don't have usually $300 laying around in my pocket to throw down on a bottle of uh, Frank Sinatra. Have a little bit of Sinatra seed in there. You, you didn't go, you don't go all Sinatra and be like, give me one of those, one of those, one of those, and two of those dames over there. That fucking guy, two of those dames, boom. It's like, oh, nice. When I buy it, I'm going to have to roll in like a full tuxedo with like a nice top hat and just be like, I need right. that. That's it. That's the only way I'm going to buy that. I'm not going to roll in with like sweatpants or anything <laughs> else like that. Put <laughs> <laughs> James on ice, put the bourbon on like neat. That's Come fresh from the haberdashery. Just a nice. From the haberdashery. Oh, Look at you. Have do they even tails. still have those? Dude, if you go to just the certain parts of town, they do have haberdashery. Dude, still. Like, I got to say, 90% of the people that listen to this thing are like, what the fuck is a haberdashery? Like, people wear suits still? Like, I would tell them. To, Isn't that fucked up? I would tell them to Google it, but I don't know how to spell that. So. I would tell them if you want to really be in the elite of like making a shit ton of money, yes, that people still do wear wear that stuff. Just saying. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. H a b e r d a s h e r y haberdashery. There you go. <laughs> There's your uh, your spelling test. Now there is the Harlem haberdashery, which is got four point eight out of five on Google. What is that a speakeasy? uh nope a legit clothing shop fuck yeah like it so frank i don't know if you heard in the last week or two two on the podcast that i keep talking about designing my own ski themed hawaiian shirt yes and i caught that you're still going for it. i have i have it kind of sketched out i haven't actually done the 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 digital part of it but i've been like looking and like you can actually take a design upload it and have them create an entire spool of yarn or spool of fabric with your design and i was like how cool would that be to have like this loom of fabric and have someone sewing custom hawaiian shirts of fabric ski themed hawaiian shirts dude all i got right there like the only image i have is is a bunch of dicks on the whole loom of fabric why I uh, I don't even know how you put those two together. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's your thing. That's uh, what's that movie? Uh, super bad. <laughs> what kind of porn oh, is that you're watching? Super bad. Amy ones. <laughs> you mean like a, like a bunch of dicks on the Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> it's like take super all, bad. It's take just, all his drawings all, and make Hawaiian like, shirts out of his dick drawings. Exactly. You're gonna submit that, and they're gonna submit super bad on top of it, and that's what you're gonna end up with. And you're like, oh my god, I don't know. Maybe I, there's some skis in there. I don't know. I like the Hawaiian shirt idea. 
you should also think now to design the same thing, but with like ugly Christmas sweaters. Because uh, yes, because it, it sounds funny, but like the fashion market is usually about two to three months ahead of like the season market. So you're almost a little late going into the summertime. Although if you knock it out in the next month or so, you can definitely get some out there for the summer into fall. I would yeah. say that at the same time, do the ugly Christmas sweater things. That's Maybe put it up. It's a big, that's do, a big market, right? Yeah. Do an emoji <laughs> picture of like uh, of you and Mario on it, just uh, skiing down like a slope, and that's the ugly Christmas sweater. It would be hilarious. I take the, the Cheech and Chong pictures of us and put like <laughs> Santa Claus hats on it and we'll put that on the shirt and like, yeah, have, right. like have like weed, like the weed leaves and skis kind of as like a pattern. Oh yeah! <laughs> nice. instead, of the, nice. instead of the mistletoe, they're just buds hanging everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So what do you have to do underneath it? Yeah, smoke up. Yeah. Awesome. No kissing. Smoke. No kissing. Oh, just token. That's right. Just token. You're definitely onto something here. That's awesome. So we got a couple of stories mistletoe. here. Uh, a couple. I want to say like a, there's got to be like a mistletoe strain of. Like mistletoe kush or something? There's got to be. Yeah. So this was some cool uh, cool story that came out this week while we're still in the Apre Today segment. Miller Lite has been named the exclusive alcoholic beverage of complexity gaming. Now, I don't know what? If, if you understand what complexity gaming is. What's that? And I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but it's pretty much like esports. It's like a, a kind of esports group. And... That if if you're not paying attention in this segment, like this is blowing up and is going to be bigger than real sports in the next couple of years. Like it's amazing how gigantic this has grown. Like you go out to like South Korea and stuff, and they like fill stadiums to watch people play video games. That's just like where we're so, evolving into. So ESPN actually did a special on this uh, last week, and um, they the the reason for the special was actually uh, if you remember there was that shooting down in Florida where uh, they went down and uh, basically uh, you know a couple individuals got murdered and a lot of them uh, uh, you know got severely injured and one of the gamers um, that was on the ESPN special a couple of weeks ago I forgot his name or right now so apologies if he listens uh, he seemed like a great person um, he got literally shot and injured like in his hand like in his thumb and he was like one of the top guys i mean these guys earn like millions for playing these games isn't that crazy right yeah Mm -hmm. but he the the cool story about him is that he learned how to like game without using his thumb which is wow that's yeah which is crazy and and i mean and they basically uh and it's funny watching it because he was talking about it and basically they do like a whole like NBA draft, but it's with gamers instead of like actual real people. So well, nice. I mean, they are the real people, right? But in, it, but you know, they're basically choosing a squad of five, but it's five gamers against five other gamers, and they only control that individual NBA player. And That's you got to they sit up these massive screens of just like people That's going crazy, against man. each other. Yeah, it's all, it, it was pretty cool. Uh, I'm not that much into gaming. I think uh, the only time I was really into gaming was like, you know, back in the days with like Nintendo and Sega Genesis CD. Shout out, warm up the cartridge, baby. Get it rolling. <laughs> what? what? That's right. <laughs> yeah, I was really game, into gaming too. And then I discovered vaginas. And then I all kind of, just kind of, <laughs> kind of stopped playing. <laughs> Dude, you didn't even yeah. drink till you were like 28. Uh, on, I was bro. like 23, Come on, bro. actually. Come yeah. on. Um, it, it, it's much better warming up 
that instead of the cartridges. Like it yeah. feels better to rub your fingers up against the vagina <laughs> than it does against the cartridge. <laughs> like Let's warm it up a little bit. Just and then it all gets preach you know, on. Gets nice. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, Complexity Games. It's uh, an American professional esports organization that competes in Counter Strike, Global Offensive, Call of Duty, Dota Two, Hearth Hearthstone, Hearthstone, Hearthstone. Obviously, you, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Gwent, the Witcher card game, Rock Le- Rocket League, Clash Royale, Fortnite, and Madden. So there's all these games. And, you know, it's it's so easy for, like, older people to be like, oh, that's the kid nonsense. Like, what are they doing? But if you look at, like, baseball players in, like, the 50s, like, they had, like, full-time jobs when they weren't playing baseball. And now these players are making, you know, up to tens of millions of dollars a year. And same thing with like the, when like the X games and stuff came out, like, Oh, these stupid skateboards, why are they wasting their time? Then they started making big money. And this is just kind of that next kind of evolution of, of sports and entertainment. It's, it's, it's easy to, to, to laugh at it and joke about it, but these guys are getting paid now. And now they got all the Miller light they can drink. Boom. Due to, the, due to this uh, this deal yeah. that came through. I'm going to go out there on a limb and say that Miller Lite sucks. There you go. Just say it. Listen, all, right, well, I, all right, that's not fair. Do you think they actually know? Listen, like listen, they're playing listen, video games. Do you like recall the Vortex 30 model? hours a day. Right, let me put it like this. If it, <laughs> the Vortex if I, model. If, it, if it's Bud Light. <laughs> vortex if my choices are Bud Light, Miller Lite, Budweiser, or like, you know, Milwaukee's best. I'm gonna choose Miller Lite. Least so. So in that situation, they are all stars. In situations <laughs> which I usually submerge myself into, they suck ass. I usually, <laughs> with those same options, would choose sobriety. Mm, Depending never, on the situation, never a good choice. Yeah, never a good choice. Yeah, it never I, worked out. Bring a flask. <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. The vortex bottle that was brilliant. Have you ever? Why. Have you seen the vortex? Have you seen those ski poles that have the flask built into it? I know it's like really yes. old school. It's like a pole like, thing. A yeah. whiskey yeah. pole, right? Yes, I, I need to get one. We should have them sponsor us. What the hell? Yeah, what's up, whiskey poles? Whiskey poles. Mm. We're calling you out, man. We're not going to talk about you anymore until the whiskey like poles with the whiskey in them. That seems like some synergy right there. So, so, uh, so we used to, uh, we used to ski with a, a buddy of mine's actually shout out to him because he listens to your podcast. So what's up, Zach? So yeah, uh, yeah Zach. thanks for listening, <laughs> bro. Shout out. Uh, uh, for sure. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, when we were out in Aspen, uh, he, uh, I was telling him about the podcast and he's like, hi, Falutin. That's exactly what we're about. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about li- that later on, but, uh, Everyone's anyway. on a trip. Yeah, in general, he's a, he's a huge fan. So uh, uh, basically, uh, his uh, his cousin uh, used to join us on the trips, and uh, he tends to like alcohol a lot. And I mean, to the point that like that's he's that's normal, right? Kind of. To the I mean, not really. Let's put it like this: he's probably had about three or four shots before, like he's got his boots on to go out. So that sounds like he- Harry. <laughs> yeah, Harry. Harry. Dude, Harry just got a kegerator, man. I think he's gonna oh, die. Jesus. We might have to. I might have to like fly up and like see him. But, like, I gotta rescue that motherfucker. But but he's definitely somebody that uh, would would take advantage of that flask for sure. So just uh, that brought that to my memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, those things are crazy. I mean, uh, I guess now I don't know. I guess you can actually ski with them, but I'm not sure the 
rigidity of them. And I know Mario, last time we skied together, I was kind of being a horse's ass and kind of fell down and bent my pole. Could you what? imagine if it was full of whiskey and just snapped and like whiskey went flying everywhere? Dude, that, no, no, whiskey's not fine. It's like drink up. It's just, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. That could actually be a pretty epic way to cool down your whiskey and you have like whiskey snow cones. We got whiskey snow cones. Because it's all just going just snap the snow. Is- this motherfucker snapped his pole. Everybody drink up. Just scoop it up and you got whiskey snow cones right in your hand. That's what I'm saying. That could be mm. amazing. Like an Italian icy on the yes, go. Exactly. Yeah. And feeding off your last week's podcast, if it happened in Vermont, it would be maple snow. So it would be like awesome. Fuck yeah. That sounds maple actually delicious. Snow. It'd be a piagua. You're like, yeah. You couldn't ski maple snow though. If it actually snowed maple syrup in Vermont, you'd just be stuck every two feet. It'd still be awesome. But what if you had that? Uh, what if the good folks at DPS had a new version of that Phantom Wax? Boom! That yeah. was uh, <laughs> so. It was like Teflon almost, so you could oh, ski right. through your syrup snow. Then, mm, all right, we can maple make that syrup work. wax. How you like that, yo? Maple <laughs> syrup wax. Teflon would go over Boom. it. Boom! Boom! Nice, nice. All right, I'm in. Shout out to science. Thank you, <laughs> science. You know what you gotta do? Ski faster. That's what I say. That's true. Tie up your fucking britches and ski faster. That's what I say. <laughs> Mario, you want to grab this next one? All right. Anybody? So who actually orders those gimmicky $100 cocktails? So Vice did a whole like investigation and they found a whole bunch of fancy foo-foo bullshit things. And they're just like, you know, people order the $100 cocktail because they can is what it comes down to. Uh, so they're like, they went back and forth. They said they went to like a whole bunch of different places like Chicago Z bar, went to places in Manhattan and they were just like, everybody, even the owners are like, it makes no sense, but you know what? You put it on the menu. How about a hundred dollar fucking Manhattan? Why not? Right. So, yeah, I mean, this is always very debatable too, with people, you know, if you're going to have a cocktail and you're mixing you know, how high end do you really want to go? Like, say, again, you're going with the Manhattan. How high of a, a rye or a bourbon do you want to go? Um, Let me ask you something, Brian. You get a Manhattan for $20. That's kind of expected $10, $15, right? You're not, like, breaking any windows or anything like that, right? Yeah, you know, you kind of like, really? This much? And you drink it and you just kind of, you know, stiff them on the tip. No, I wouldn't do that. So Harry and I are in fucking Switzerland. And we go out to this nice, fancy place, and we order Manhattan. They don't tell us anything about price. We just order it, whatever. And we're like, no, nah, we're not going to have a second. We're going to move on. And like, and the bill comes, and it's like $40 for each Manhattan that we just had. I'm 40? like, what the? Did I fucking break something? Like, Harry and I, like, do we just start taking shit? Like, because I think they owe us, like, a picture or something. Like, what did we break or own now? Like, Really? Is this like all you can drink? Like, what do we got here? It was fucked up. That's four dollars Well, now, like, I know liquor is like super expensive in Europe, which is why usually you just kind of stick with you know beer. Forty dollars, bro. Oh, brutal. Killing me. Killing me. And was it even like? Was it good? I mean, obviously it was probably good, but it wasn't like oh my god. And, but you know what? You got Dude. a memory. You got a story out of it. So how much of that forty dollars went to the story that made it worth it? I'm making it earn its weight in in you know what now, what was it worth like what did you, like what would you equate it to like was it worth like 
ten dollars, fifteen dollars. Ten dollar old fashioned. It was it was good. It was all right. I mean, old fashions are usually eight to twelve, right? I'm not gonna bitch if it's fifteen. Mm-hmm. But like you go to forty dollars, I'm like, what the f-? like? Is it because I'm Puerto Rican? What the fuck? That's the American tax right there. What's up with that? Trump taxing you there. What's up with that, Switzerland? They're like, your drink is orange. <laughs> President's orange. We're taxing you bigly. I think that was the uh, Trump tax. The Trump tax. They nailed They you. were fucking us. They were fucking us Trump style. What the That's fuck? right. Yeah, I would, de- I would definitely tax you for being Puerto Rican. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. And here's the messed up part. It was like a sushi place. I'm like, so we go into a sushi place. And it's like, it was a Nobu. So they have a Nobu in fucking Switzerland. I'm like, yeah, you have Nobu everywhere. Like, it's not really Swiss, but whatever. You had sushi in Switzerland drinking an old fashioned. 40 goddamn dollars. That's just, that's just globalism right there. One world. (sighs) That's white white power right there. (laughs) That's white power. (laughs) So you guys went to you guys went to Zermatt and you also went to Ishkil, right? Yeah. Yes. I went to Semaritz. So, That's where I got jammed uh, on and, and yeah. so, so so question for you guys. So so uh we so me and my buddies um went to Chimini and it was awesome. I mean the, oh, the wow. place is crazy. Uh I mean single world Chamonix, that's on my list. It it's highly recommended. I would drive you guys towards it now my my buddy zach actually uh wants to go to Ishkil, um mainly because he loves tits more than he loves snow off uh, the hook i actually love snow more than i love tits which is weird but whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but you know he wants to go to Ishkil because basically we have the whole party scene and everything is Does it-, it like Def leopard or doc or anything like that because they, he'll fit right in <laughs> Def well, leopard right the font yeah, he just likes whatever gets the girls going. Pretty much, he's he's in with that. So basically, the question is: Is the party scene uh, as good as it's claimed to be? And is the skiing worth putting up with the assholes in the party scene on somebody who doesn't really like party scenes too much when it comes to skiing, such as myself? Well, I will. I'll, let me just pop in here first because Mary oh, and I have different opinions first. on this. Oh no, no, we have I, kind of similar opinion. I will tell you if if you are super into drunk British and German dudes, Ishkill is your place because it's mostly drunken Euro trash guys. Yes, guys, there. guys, like and 80, 85, 90, 95% guys. So our ski uh, club, our ski club had some soft fours. Females. I gotta say, so we went with a ski club of 50 and there was half women. That was like a better ratio to the entire like town. Like the yeah. town was like 90% dudes. Yeah. We had some soft fours in our group and they were treated like they were nines. Yeah. in the club by the and they gentleman. loved it they all oh, these it, girls loved it because they're like oh my god no one pays attention to us at home but you know it's funny is like after two days they were starting complaining like some dude bit my neck it's like <laughs> yeah all right dude listen me, is, uh, me, yeah me and zach came up with a theory that that uh is pretty much uh guaranteed to get anybody laid and it's go ugly early <laughs> <laughs> don't wait don't wait until you get drunk in the beginning you go up to the ugly girl and you say hello you talk to her you do whatever you got to do to make yourself friendly with her you get them to be friends and you know what you don't have to keep talking the whole night you can you can detach yourself and then try out different things but then when you go back you already planted that 
seed and it maybe grew to a plant because now you're drunk enough to actually pursue that situation. So folks, go ugly early. Boom. There you go. Strategy. Have a plan. Strategy. I like that you have a plan, like concerted strategy with your buddies. That's needed in Ishkal. If you go to somewhere like Ishkal. But now if you don't have a strategy, everybody else there has has a whole little strategy. It's like let's like grab women and like grope them and you know, that's that's what they do. And they're like, Oh, me scusi, I'm European. I'm sorry. This is how we treat our women. But now that that being said, the skiing, the skiing there is pretty awesome. Awesome. Ooh, I mean, awesome. the terrain, the ter- there is, I think it's considered like the largest single ski resort in the world. I mean, it is gigantic. The best part is you're like, well, do I need my, my passport? And you stop and you're like, oh, fuck, we're in Switzerland. Then you go and you're in Austria. Like you just, Austria is the whole time. Uh, yeah. I guess it's pretty good. It is a lot of fun skiing there. Um, we were really lucky. The hotel that we stayed at, like we had a, cause the European thing is usually to have the, the breakfast and dinners included. Yeah. The food at our hotel was, I mean, to say it was off the hook was like an understatement. Cause they had like Kobe beef for us one night. They had kangaroo. Like yeah. they went, cause we were the first American group to stay there. So they went like all out for us. That's pretty sweet. And then we had Kushtal right downstairs from us, which is like a big chain of like, so there's like Faladu's Kushtal. Those are like really big chains of like party ass, party central things. Kushtal in Austria, in Ishkel is pretty well known. Um, party ass, party central for opera. Yeah, it was a really fun place. We And, you know, we lucked out with the weather too. We had great, great, um, great snow there. And it Couldn't was- have a snow. It was just fun. Like it was just so much fun skiing there. Um, yeah, the party scene again. Like a lot of the apre places were a lot of fun for a little while. Then you could just bounce and kind of hang out and, and be kind of chill. But yeah, people go there to party. So you, you know, one, even if you want to chill, you will definitely encounter. Like you guys had gotten to like a snowball fight at three in the morning, right? Because yeah, from one your room in the morning, you see dudes in like boots, like speaking British, just like hammered, just walking around town like they never got out of their boots. One o'clock in the morning, just fucking awesome. Well, it was later. There was one time it was like two or three where they were running around drunk in their ski boots. That's the snowball fight. All right. Once you, once you whip the window open and you're like, shut the fuck up. And they're like, whoa, what, what, mate? And you just start chucking <laughs> shit at them. Then they're like, whoa, they lose their shit. And you peg them a few times like, shut up. You ever seen a British person throw a snowball? It's pretty funny. <laughs> Dude, it's like a little floppy arm. Like it's like, oh, I never threw a ball. It's like, it's like they don't like have a, the wrist movement. It's like a two-year-old trying to throw something. That's funny. That's hilarious. They're like I could oh, kick man. this at you, mate. Like no, you can't. No, you can't, bitch. If we were playing bitch. footy, I'd show you a thing or two. Isn't Nate Australian? I think it took a British person to meet him Australian. Yeah, Dude, probably. All the in the zone, do, just let him go, man. We're all, we're this- all convicts. <laughs> you know, I do the same shit. I try to do like a British accent and it turns into like Australian. And then I go into like Indian and it gets all fucked up. It just yeah, becomes bro. a leprechaun at the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm very disappointed you in make it. <laughs> you just say? Like really, dude. I am not believing you are going to kick that at me. What? What? Where are I'm we? I'm giving right a now? shout out to our boy know. Nick right now. When Nick drinks, <laughs> his accents shift, which is my favorite thing in the world. Because he's like, his family. He's from Boston, and then he moved to like Pennsylvania, and then he moved out west, and like his accents like change as he drinks, and it's oh, so that's funny. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, when we went out, uh, so we when we went out to um, well, what essentially was Cumayor, Italy, um, before skiing. So basically, um, it, you know, France and Italy are, uh, share uh, Mont Blanc together, or if you go to the Italian side, it's called Monte Bianco. Um, but uh, you essentially drive through the mountain, which you end up skiing. Uh, we went to the Italian side. Um, and I was born there actually. So, I, I, you know, I came here when I was like 11 from Italy. So nice. I speak Italian fluently and, uh, uh Goots mountain. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a little Moots mountain, little Gobbledygooch like village. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we went to this pizzeria and like we got, we got a calzone, right? So to us, we were thinking and myself included, we just, thought yeah it's gonna be a calzone so i'm like yeah you know i'll have this calzone and everybody order a calzone it was literally a like extra large pizza folded in half nice. <laughs> each and i kid you not we all ate like, we must we all ate like an extra large pizza to our face and it was awesome. nice we regretted none of that it was Probably fantastic the best pizza and best freaking awesome ever had, right it, it was it, it was great so but um yes um was it gluten-free <laughs> I have celiac disease. Do you have some alternative yeah, cheese some for me? Just, they fucking smack you right out of the place. They smack you until you get to the curb. The biggest advice I can give you is is that when you do go to Kumayor, um, it just remember that the the Italian side gets more snow than the French side. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you go um, and um, what is it? Montez is one of them, which we call obviously more titties. Um, yeah, yeah. And a couple other of the mountains. It's actually it's five different mountains uh, that make up the French side. Uh, and it's only one mountain on the Italian side, but it's the Essentially, it's the exposed side of uh, Mont Blanc, and it gets a ton of snow. It gets nice. snow, and then it's sunny. It's amazing. Definitely check out the Italian side if you ever take that trip out there. It's awesome. You know, Americans never keep track of like what it really means in another language. So the, the Grand Tetons, the big titties, the big titties, that's, that's what you're skiing. Yeah. Grand Tetons. That's it. Same. I, I, I love this year was I think the only year in the last five years that I did not go to Jackson Hole. Mm. Oh, God wow. damn, I love Jackson. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Targi, I, you've been to Targi, you've been to Targi, right? I went to Targi once, and I've been blessed to ski a ton of powder. It was the deepest snow I ever skied in my life. I I, I went into the white room like literally multiple times it was like i was literally choking on powder i mean literally it we were pointing down i mean no turns literally pointing down a double black and it, it wasn't fast at all it was barely moving through it just because it just slows you down right yeah it, yeah they got i think 36 inches um in like 24 hours it was unbelievable oh, this snow drift were like over my head i mean it just disappeared in it it's, it was absolutely insane Loved so you're it. saying you were choking on 36 inches it just choking it deep throwing it. Just deep throwing it. Yeah, just like, oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Wait, no and we're not talking porn, right? <laughs> no, 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 no regrets. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's fucking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that. Like, you gotta get, you gotta get steeper when you get more snow. 
Right. You do. You you cannot ski anything less than a black and in a foot of snow, like 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 above. above whoa, 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 we're not getting racial here. Just uh, above, uh, above twelve, <laughs> in, uh, above twelve inches, you're in fully black territory. <laughs> just just saying, just saying. Things are spiraling <laughs> off the rails really quick. What? You got you got to calm us down, Brian. You got to you got to yeah. be the voice of reason here. Oh boy! If I'm the voice of reason, we're all pretty much fucked today. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm too lazy to get water, so I'm just drinking whatever reserved here. So it's great, get bad. great. Uh, you guys wouldn't have a hundred dollar cocktail. That's that's what we got, right? Well, they do have. Also, there's a place down in Washington D.C. Boom has a um, what's say is the Watergate Hotel, which is oh. actually kind of funny. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. say, wait, huh? <laughs> no, at the Watergate, they actually have a whiskey bar at the Watergate Hotel, and they have a fifteen hundred dollar impeachment cocktail made nice. by twenty three year old Pappy Van Winkle. Mm-mm. Now again, the question is: Do you would you if you had a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle twenty three? Would you want to? Quote, would you mix quote, it? Even waste, right? would you would you mix it or would you just enjoy it straight? Now, uh, as a purist, you'd say. You can't mix it. What are you thinking? But as people who love skiing and in turn love freedom, I say, do whatever the fuck you want with that whiskey. It's your bottle. So you here, dump here, it in your fish tank if you want. I don't care. So here's where, in my mind, I'm like, what would a World War II veteran do? They'd slap you in the fucking head and be like, drink your goddamn bullshit. Like, drink the pappy right mm-hmm. on, like, fucking knee or, like, a few cubes, you know? Don't like, be I'm a, having a, 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 I'm a, having a Red Bull and 23-year-old pappy, old man. Exactly. Woo! That's the new money. It's like, woo, I'm doing whatever fuck I want. I'm rich, biatch. That's right. True. <laughs> so, yes. So, if you want to pay a lot of money for cocktails, God bless you. It's your money. You do what you want to do. But uh, we're going to keep it real here. Been reels. Not- but we do have, if you look at our website, we will fly to your location and make a handcrafted cocktail for you for two thousand dollars. Yes, just saying. Yes, it's the this, this HFSB bottle, experience. This bottle of Bankers Club was inspired <laughs> by seeing a homeless man in New York City peeing into a bottle, and we have now crafted this cocktail for you. And you know, as our guest, if you want Frank to deliver that, it would cost you an extra ten thousand dollars. Just saying. But Frank, will if come you're with that, Frank. Frank will come, and he will only be wearing a. Just a, a smock. That's right. And for your ladies, that's a gift. That is a true <laughs> gift. That is better than a gift. Frank for, he keeps and, for, and for 20% of you guys out there, it's also a gift, but no touching. <laughs> no, no hands. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> yeah, actually, you got to say no touching because no hands, like you just look at touching. <laughs> hey, <Hey-o. laughs> No hands. We were talking about 18 inches before. Yeah, that's, that's going to happen. Let's get into the Genjula. <laughs> One of our favorite places. We're rolling into the gondola. And Frank, this is your baby. This I'm is, rocking this, back and forth right now. This, is this a safe place? You inspired this whole segment. So yes, this is your, your off with your your baby, your bean of the week. I'm excited about that. Love it. First, I got to say that it really fucks you up when you're actually doing the podcast instead of listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting a little like song to come on, which is now like it w- is, which is what triggers my like brain cells <laughs> to like go into that mode. And the fact that I can't hear it right now is like throwing me off, and like I'm just not like feeling it. I don't know what it is. I, I, I need know. To- and you know what the problem is? Like we when we did it, we were doing it like live together. We would have the, we could play the music, but for some reason we're too stupid to figure out how to do it right now. So. We're all such stupid assholes. <laughs> we can't even figure it out. I'm like, I don't know how we can't figure this out. Like. 
got like fucking two college degrees, like a bunch of shit going on. We both our, have our, like we have mixers, we have like all this equipment, <laughs> but somehow we can't figure out how to get this stupid like, music to play. Tech people, oh. I'm like, I can't even get the fucking music to play. I don't know what it is. That's that, that's great. All right. I have I have missiles set up on the top of my house to launch, but I can't figure out how to add the goddamn music on the fly. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so back back to the top. So has, has the music grown on you yet? Because I know you hated the music at first. I, I did. I wanted something more reggae based. I'll be honest. I, uh, I I you know I'm a huge fan of Damon Marley. Um, actually, all the Marleys I think are fantastic, but Damon Marley is just an artist. Including Marley and me, uh, Marley, Marley and me. dog movie. <laughs> nah, but honestly, if you listen to him, he has a lot of really good songs. Just uh, things that are just deep to like friendship and just being good people uh, about teaching just the youth and everybody. Just so much positivity in his songs that it's awesome to listen to. If you're not into reggae, I highly suggest listening to Damon Marley and just uh, j- just listen to different songs uh there's one called friends uh, a couple of different ones that just like literally there you go <laughs> we're gonna get pulled off uh, we're gonna get copyright oh we're gonna get like turn it off get, oh, like, turn it we're off. done that's Bob Marley. Different. It's his son. Damon Marley's his son. So there's actually so is Bob Marley still you, copyrighted? It's it's a long time. It's like twenty no. years, right? Also, I think if you're just listening to it in the back in the background, it probably wouldn't infringe anything because you're just listening to music. So you never know what these fascists at YouTube what they're gonna do. Fascist YouTube. What about balls on YouTube? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a different right. that's you balls. That's a different you balls. So as I mentioned you balls, what, what's up with that? So as I mentioned to you guys before the podcast, I'm currently not partaking in anything. Um nice. I uh, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just taking a little bit of a break, kind of getting a little clear headed on stuff. You Dude, know, I'm talking. I'm there. taking a big break because Flora's a bunch of bitches. That's what I'm taking. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't need. I, listen, I don't need the government to legalize anything for me to partake in it. I got my own ways. Actually, the government not legalize it, it just makes me getting it cheaper. So thank nice. you, assholes. Um, there you go. But with that said. Oh, yeah. Allegedly. Let me just throw it in there. Whatever. Fuck you. Um, Thanks, Trump. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, with that said, Obama was useless. Admit it. Thanks, Pelosi. Boom. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> with all that said, uh, my my boy uh, yeah, hooked me up and uh, uh, he's become a good supplier lately. Um, and uh, he hooked me up with a, a jar of the things called dank nugs. Now, if you're a user, you know exactly what these are. They are awesome. So it's essentially like a white chocolate and they are shaped in little nugs that look like weed nugs. Um, and the whole container full is 350 milligrams of THC. So that's like a lunch meal, right? Do not eat the whole container. Eat the whole thing? Lunch? Yeah, salad. Just like eat it. How you many? Will, uh, how many? Pe- like how many nugs are there in there? So, uh, there's seven then, or five? Like to break it down, or no? There were ten in here. So okay. Each, so uh, each one is about thirty-five milligrams. Honestly, it depends how heavy of a user you are. I would suggest to cut it in half, and you're good to go. Um, if you're out for a bridal shower, pour it on the salad. But like yeah. Well, well, 
Drink up, bitches. That's it. Yeah. Um, eat up, bitches. You can, you can eat the whole thing. They are delicious, though. It tastes, it's like white chocolate. This one nice. is uh, this one is banana split uh, flavor. Um, I don't taste any banana in it. It just tastes like white chocolate and weed. I don't know what how else to put can it. Can you uh, that into, like, uh, melted chocolate, like, fountain? That'd be great, right? Oh, For my God. Can you imagine that? Shit, yeah, dude. You just pop a few in at the top of the fountain. Even Everybody better. enjoy don't, the ride, man. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> just like, what's up, man? I know. Just, try to shoot like him in. We're playing Love Train for the sixth time in a row, and everyone's still <laughs> congaing. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of edibles. Um, oh, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> in a former back life. Back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, back in the day. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I wrote this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Chappelle show reference for those of you. <laughs> um, uh, God damn it, Mr. Yeah, the, the only knock on edibles is that it takes about an hour or so for them to kick in. But if you were to puff, puff, pass beforehand, you keep yourself going until it kicks in. It's great. Dude, that's it, perfect for a wedding because you got the ceremony and then boom you're moving into the the freaking reception right yeah there. you just gotta watch that you don't forget that you ate it and then you eat another one <laughs> <laughs> she gets really good yeah, sure uh, my <laughs> first my first pot brownie experience he's not working man and just keep like you wet yeah half the tray <laughs> and, and he had that on the fucking airplane that was great no that was before then like <laughs> that was actually i started watching the warriors and thinking the cops were actually like chasing me and i was like nice. freaking out yeah, you, you didn't learn then, huh? So no. no, I took the one edible on the flight back from Seattle that that couple years ago, and I thought because again we were we smoked during the day, we were doing whatever. That brownie, for whatever reason, man, like when that turbulence hit, I was freaking out on the plane. Dude, when that dude told you the brownie, I was like, he looked at you like <laughs> you were gonna be fucking all right, bro. I think yeah. uh, I think last year I shared the story about the uh, the weed guy that we found in uh, when we went skiing in Whistler a couple of years ago, and uh, to help my buddy uh, uh, Zach's cousin, actually the you know very in line person, kind of ended up making this uh, uh, weed pie for all of us, which way too much shit in it, and nice. it just railed us to the max. Um, <laughs> God damn, that's when you think twice about your second piece, right? It, it, it was insane. So it, it basically, he he made it and he was very, very, you know, alpha male. Like, no, nah, I got to get this going this way type of person. So nice. we just kind of let it roll with it because we didn't give a shit. We're on vacation. We're like, sure, man, do your thing. So he decided to, <laughs> uh, so he decided to basically drop like a half an ounce and cook the oil up. Nice. Oh, all day at a small, at a slow simmer while we went skiing. Wow. Yeah, no bad idea. It's only supposed to go for maybe like 40 minutes or so. We came back. No fucking evil genius right there. Kind of. We came back. No joke. So these, these were like small apartments, but like at a hotel style apartments, we came back in the lobby and you could just follow the trail. (laughs) Right to the room. Like, Oh yeah. Pretty much. much. So like, you know, whatever we aired. Bro. Yeah, so so we made our brownies and everything. I'll up to you in the hotel. And, uh, we were waiting for you to come in. So he so he literally cuts this entire massive thing, which would have been good for approximately like twenty people. He cuts it for like the six of us. 
So we all eat the whole thing, each six of us. Me, me and Zach uh, had a massage uh, plan because him and I are highfalutin. What up, Z? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. So we go and get this. So we go and get this. Uh, so we go and, uh, you know, to the massage place and we're, we're feeling all right. You know, we're, we're fine. We're not like too blasted uh, or anything. Nothing like a massage during a ski week where you're fucking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh, muscles are screaming. It's nice. So uh, the first uh, person comes out of the massage and uh, uh, Zach takes that one. Then I take the other masseuse. And so he was in about 10 minutes before me, before the other one became available and I got my massage. So I come out of the massage and I find, and I'm like, what the fuck is Zach? He should have been out already. And I asked the uh, concierge person, I'm, I'm fucked up by the way. I mean, I am, <laughs> the massage, <laughs> I, the massage was not good. Uh, <laughs> he had a similar experience. I mean, like it, 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 it was just so much that like, you really didn't want anybody touching you. It was like weird. Like it was wow. like, it, it, it turned out all bad, right? So, like, so she's like, so it's because it got uh, weird when I told you to flip over, right? <laughs> no, 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 well, Dios mio, Diablo, <laughs> I, I, I'm not even sure I wouldn't even be able to perform. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's <laughs> just uh, so, so we uh, so so the concierge or receptionist, whatever you want to use, non whatever words for it, goes. Oh, I think he left about ten minutes ago. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, okay. So I start to, like I almost run out in a panic, but he's in the vestibule between the two doors, between the outside door and the inside door, where the coats are, like holding his knees going back and forth and he's like I'm in the same situation I mean I'm as I'm as fast as knees I'm like I'm like and I'm trying to like you know, and I'm like okay yeah yeah I got you man let's just go home you know and I'm like so like we go outside and it is pounding by the way in six days it snowed seven and a half feet that was it, consistently cow. for a week that was the most snow for a whole week that I ever had uh single wow. day Grand Targ, like I said before, uh, but definitely for a whole week, it was unbelievable. We're walking in this snowstorm, which is, I don't even know how we made it back, but we make it back to the room and everybody else is just like zombies staring at the TV, all messed up. We had we had 7.30 reservations for like a five-star, like perfect steak, like bloody dripping down your chin steak. Fuck you, vegans. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, is it at the Fairmont, that place? Uh, dude, like I said, nowhere sober couldn't tell you. Yeah. Whistler, <laughs> Canada. Thank you, Canada. I think Santa served us. <laughs> Actually, we totally missed the reservation. We didn't show up for dinner until like 9.45. Literally 9.45 at night. <laughs> and you think you're like, I think we're early, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think we all passed out. But yeah, that was uh so lesson learned is just be careful on that ish like you know you, you can't uh, go for a massage by himself because he'd be shaking like just rocking in the corner by himself <laughs> yeah like, that would actually be a great like tv show is all kinds so of like touching confessions of like a masseuse you know like just hearing some of the, the creepy weird stories of you, the you don't even want to hear it bro you don't know i do want to hear it we all <laughs> want to hear it let's be honest 
The cool, the cool thing about that was that the how we got the stuff at that time. This was years ago. We weren't. I think we were either. I want to say this either just out of college or a couple of years out of college. So this was like a many moons ago. Um, and the way that we got it is that um, Zach goes to me. He's like, "Huh?" Um, he goes, "We're thinking how how are we gonna find weed up here?" And he goes, "Hey, we should ask that guy." And he points at the uh, the maintenance guy or basically you know the guy he's just, he's just vacuuming you know so i go up to him and he goes and i go hey man i'm like you know we can get some weed and he goes you came to the right guy and i'm like <laughs> he was the I? weed whisperer your buddy he's like that's me bro he, he showed up an hour and a half later or like an ounce for like what was like a hundred u.s dollars and the brownie mix <laughs> nice. He's like, he's like, do you want Ghirardelli or Duncan Hines, man? I got him both. <laughs> it was fantastic. He's like, he's like, oh, if you guys need any more, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you just gave us an ounce of weed. We're here for five days and we're good. I'm like, I'm like they're trying to pump a dump, man. They're like, I want you to have 300 milligrams right now. But yeah, so that was, that was definitely a good, uh, you know, awesome like edible story from the past. Like, it, it look was, at it now. Now you can just. We, you know, we were there. Mario found that service to deliver to your hotel room. Dude, I thought I was getting arrested. It was fucking great, though. It was but magical. now it's just hey, it's now it's very totally legal. Now it's just great. it's almost too easy. Like what? what? Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I did that in Tahoe this year. Uh, they just brought it right to the. He came right to the hotel room, drove it there. It was fantastic. Right, before they knock on the door, are you not looking for exits? Like I could jump off this balcony. Like I could run out here. Like. Keep yeah, the fire hydrant time. in your hand in case it's the cops. That's right. Whack yeah. them over the head. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to assault a police officer if you're getting arrested for weed. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just want to add that to the list of shit that you get Yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, so that's, uh, so that's pretty much my, my – so my bean of the week is definitely this Dank Nugs. Uh, highly suggested. Delicious. They're <laughs> that awesome. one hell of a bean. God damn <laughs> Listen, so awesome. Listen, when I'm on, when I'm on, the bean is on. You got to roll with those beans, you know. Right. Roll that beautiful bean footage. That's right. That's right. But uh, the sad news is that, uh, um, as we all expected, New Jersey fucked up everything. We totally called that. Both you and me, we had a conversation about it. They're gonna, they're gonna ruin it. They're gonna blow it. Listen, um, way to go, Jersey. Chris Krispy Kreme was not involved. He's so happy. He's just like touching his giant. C cup tits right now. He is like touching his C cup titties, fingering his fucking belly button, and like eating crispy cream right now. He's just like, smelling. I knew he's like, it. He's like fingering his belly button and smelling it. I knew it. I knew it. You know what's fucked up about politics is for some reason everybody in politics must have slept through fucking history class. Yep. I don't get it. Like New Jersey is following California. Okay. Listen, I listen, I love California. My cousins are in California. Love everything about it. It's an amazing state, but your politics suck ass. Um the 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 best state as far as uh weed legalization is Colorado bar none. Because the way what happened with California is that years ago, I'm talking about the nineties, they were trying to legalize it, but they couldn't. They failed, just like New Jersey's doing today. Exact same, I mean the exact same thing, line for line. So what did they do? Oh, they expanded the medical marijuana program, which is exactly what New Jersey's trying to do now. Well, guess what that does, dumbass? All that does is that it makes me go to an online doctor. This is what in three years from now, this is what will happen. 
I'm sorry, in like six months from now, I'll be able to go to like an online doctor Allegedly. in Jersey and get like medication for like a headache for weed, right? So it'll be so out of control that you have to legalize, which is exactly what happened in California, right? Which did what? It basically, it basically caused the whole black market to go out of control, right? And that's what it's going to do to New Jersey. You started something, you put it in everybody's ear, they already, you kickstarted the black market again, and then you shut it down. That's the dumbest shit you could ever do. In addition to that- They've earmarked $60 million in the budget for next year too, from the sales of legal marijuana, which is not going to exist now. Well, that, well, that was the-, the, that's the And so, that's going to disappear because that's going in somebody's pocket. So, so let me backtrack a little bit. So, so what New Jersey tried to do first, right, is that they tried to legalize it. The way that they went about legalization is that they try to say, okay, we're going to tax. They, they agreed on a lot of stuff. They actually got there. Like they got to like 96% and then just fucked each other in the ass. So on a topic that was completely separate from weed. Yes. They got to, because it was political dick swinging. Absolutely. They, they, they got to that. They got to that point. I said, you know what? Great. Now, what are we going to do with the earnings? This is what New Jersey said. We're going to do with the earnings. Now, if you don't live in New Jersey, and since this is a ski podcast, I assume that 80% of our fans do not live in Jersey. Um, and that's not a good thing or a bad thing, by the way. I, I don't knock New Jersey. I actually love living here. I live here for a reason. Um, if people- I always trash it, and I live here. No, bunch, of dick, bunch of dicks running. I don't mind it. I'm, a, I'm an hour away from the. No, if you want to argue with me at Better Beach, I'll, I'll uh, I can make arguments. I'm an hour away from some of the best beaches in the world. Hour away from the best city in the world, and an hour away from, uh, you know, basically the best airport in the world to get me anywhere I want to go. That's all I need in life. But uh, with that said, um, what they did is that. All right. So they have this money, right? They know they're going to earn this amount of money. Instead of saying, hey, New Jersey, we know that you're a highly taxed state. We want to give you, let's, let's help out the people, right? Let's give credit towards the schools, aka how Nevada did it with like uh, prostitution. That's, that's what it is, right? So brothels in Nevada are illegal. Uh, so no, they are. That it is. You can go to a brothel in Nevada. It's one, it's one county, right? Isn't it? Is it? Um, that's not Clark County. It's the one that's north of. I think it's everybody has to be. A, um, no, no, it's the whole state. Beyond like a certain amount, like yeah, it's, it's got Florida. a population thing on it. Yeah. So, so all those funds from even the gambling funds. So gambling, uh, gambling, legalized prostitution, and marijuana all go towards school relief for tax people. Do you realize that in New Jersey, that half of my uh, homeowner tax goes towards school. Now, our schools are fine. We have some good schools, depending on where you live, some are shit, but most of them are actually pretty good. We have a good school system. So so instead of giving the people back money, so they could have said, okay, we're going to take this money and give people back uh, direct influence to property taxes or towards schools, it would have immediately passed. You know what these jackasses did? They said, no, we're going to earmark it, as you said before, Brian, uh, towards borrowing money from the federal government to spend on whatever hell we want. Are you fucking stupid? Like, really? We're, listen, New Jersey has some of the most brilliant people in the world. I'm serious. We all work here and earn a lot of money for a reason because we're all very smart and take a lot of pride in our education and moving forward. You're telling me that you're about to, you're trying to trick us by telling us that you're going to take that money and apply it towards an earmark to borrow more money towards the government to spend to whatever your stupid 
fat, stupid, fuck old asses wants to spend, shut the fuck up. I even would vote against it. And if I had a vote, I would have voted against it because that was an awful, awful proposal. That's the shittiest proposal I ever saw in my life. It's and almost then, as bad as the one right. that Ohio had. Remember when Ohio yeah. was trying to legalize and there was there was the rule. It was like, oh, only these like four companies are the ones that will be able to exclusively grow and sell marijuana. Uh, yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Like, what well, is that this? That was the same in Jersey. Monopoly? That was the same in Jersey, right? No, it's not. It hasn't it didn't even get that far. Yeah. So, no, but but they only allowed like uh three or four companies to even start growing even before they well, for medical, yeah, because yeah. I know like, yeah. it started at Rutgers, but it was like pretty much the exclusive oh, it, grower. It's all and fucking kind of inbred, like. Well, you know what? That's that's system. The, like the they, biggest they problem with the. It's, ear, it's earmarked for their buddies to make. Well, that's shit the biggest problem in the Northeast is that everything like there's just so much corruption because there's this is history of like yeah people taking care of people exactly and just passed down. I mean, look at Massachusetts; they legalized it. It was supposed to go live, wasn't it? It was it past January. And then it took till July for it. To, you know, last it was last, uh, 2018 January was supposed to take effect. And then it was like July and then it didn't go in until November because all those dickheads had to take care of their buddies and make sure they were all going to get paid and have their, uh, have their hands in the, uh, the dispensaries and make money off of it. Yeah. It, it's so blatant and obvious, but yet we're still all here like, Oh, well, you know, I guess it's just how politics works. Let's, let's keep voting for the same assholes that have been in power for 50 years. Like it's, Again, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, but people going, oh, Joe Biden is going to save the day. So this asshole who's been in politics for 50 years and hasn't done jack shit is all of a sudden going to come in now and like at what, 84 years old and be this change? Like, stop it. Just stop it. I have to say this, though. Although, obviously, I'm a big proponent of legalization and everything else, there is something that needs to be fixed before it does go fully federal. They have to figure out the driving with it. That's a big issue. And I care about more safety of people than I do about legalizing weed. Listen, it's alcohol is already a big problem with driving, and weed will totally add on to that. And yeah, you can say the argument of driving stoned is easier than driving drunk. Absolutely. It wasn't by by far. But that's not, that's like saying, hey, getting stabbed is better than getting fucking skinned alive and salted, obviously. Right. (laughs) So, like, that's not like a pilot (laughs) argument. So, what I'm saying is that they have to figure out how to test for it such that you're not actually stoned on the road. What Once they get that technology, and they do, I believe uh, uh, there were a couple of technology companies that were do, that were leading um, at the herd on that to come up with some products that can actually do saliva testing that trace down to two hours, which they need to hurry up and get those in place. Once those are in place, then there's no excuse. Once that's in place, then you need to legalize it. But it's a little bit different in, in a, a state like New Jersey than it is in Colorado. Colorado does not have the population issue that New Jersey has, and people miss that. Like, listen, like Colorado, and, you know, and every state that legalized had a huge problem and still does uh, with the fact that car accidents in general went up. That's not like a fallacy. That's just that happens. Right. And, it, and you can't argue that. that's going to happen. No shit. Like, you know, like, obviously, you got people stolen. Yeah, they're going to crash more. Not fatality. Just I'm saying just crash more. It might be just fucking bumping Slow into the speed mailbox. crashes. Yeah. yeah. You might run over only your mailbox and go circle in your, in your lawn. <laughs> Two mile an hour, run over my mailbox. Exactly, but the the point is that when you 
take that element and you add it to places that have huge populations. And it, it, and if uh, you guys are, uh, you know, in the middle of the country, say, you know, Colorado, Wyoming, anywhere of those beautiful places, um, you may not understand what I'm saying, but uh, some of these roads are hard enough to drive when you're basically totally sober and focused. Nonetheless, like, at all participating in anything non-legal, including alcohol, by the way. So but here's the thing. If they make it legal or non-legal, you just respect the fact that you have a due process, right? And when they start playing around with that, that's where things go off the rails and you get really fucking incensed because I tell you what, they're not playing fair. It's not like a, a vote where you say vote yes or no. It's vote yes or no within this other bill with this other bill, with all this shit attached to it, or vote, uh, you know, three to one, we need a, like, it's it's not a yes or no vote. And that's pretty fucked up. Like, it's not like, hey, you know what? The people said, the people voted for legalization of, of medical marijuana in New Jersey. How have they made that available to the people that need the medical marijuana in New Jersey? They haven't. Well, that's so Utah what, really fucked up because remember they it, passed it last year and then right. like the state Senate was like, well, you know, you know, you guys voted on, but we're going to change it and you know, make we're going to hold it back. So you're elected and you're not carrying out the will of the people. That's fucked up. That's criminal. You should go to jail for that. I mean, if people vote on it and, you know, that's just it. So you vote on it, it, it passes. And then they say, well, let's hold back. We're, we're not going to like put it in place. I mean, that's fucked up. Yeah, you do that your job. If it was at a regular private sector job, you could be fired for that. Why aren't we holding them accountable and firing them? That's the other thing, too, by the way. I think that the first thing you need to do is fix the uh, testing laws and everything else for like jobs. Like, yeah. What yeah. I do on a Saturday is none of your fucking business on Monday. Well, nope. because they're treating it different than alcohol. So, <clears throat> Brian and I have talked about this. You drink a case of beer before going into work. And you go into work the next day, still pretty hammered because that alcohol is not going to get out of your system. But, you know, I didn't drink any today, so I'm good, right? But yet you have any little bit of marijuana. Somebody smokes a lot of marijuana near you. And all of a sudden, for 30 days, even longer, you're a fucking... It's in your system. You're a criminal. Yeah. You're a hot topic. You, you can get fired. It, it's just ridiculous. They, uh, I know New York is working on this and they're... They're passing laws. They're, I think it's in the ballot or something like that. Basically, they're trying to say that um, essentially unless it's like a construction site or things of that nature where obviously it's a big deal, um, unless it's you physically stoned or impaired under the influence of any substance, you have to prove that they are hindering production, et cetera. But it's the same thing about a cop pulling you over. You have to have probable cause. What is the reason you're asking me to take a test? What is the reason you're asking me if I'm impaired? Am I not doing my job? If I'm doing my job, then go fuck yourself. If I'm not doing the job to your satisfaction, well, that's the difference between doing my job versus doing my job to you being an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, it's a different thing. If you're driving down the road and somebody pulls you over, why did you pull me over? Right? Did you pull me over just to be a dick? Like, oh, well, you know, you you were... I thought you were like smoking, smoking the old Maui Wowie. Yeah, reefer madness because you you had it in your eyes. Like, why did you fucking pull me over? That's what I want to know. 
Yeah, a lot and of times. People, yeah, well, it's easy to for, for cop stereotype to come up with bullshit. I thought I didn't see your seatbelt on, or they can make up some bullshit excuse. There was a tail. I thought your uh, license plate light was out. Like, there's. It's so easy for them to come up with some kind yeah. of bullshit and just to to stereotype and pull people over. So one of the fucked up things. So um, Florida here. So I'm like keeping track of the whole Florida legalization. So one of the things they they are just looking to do is House Republicans added language on a rejected measure uh, for legalization. And they added new language that said they're opposing input. They want to impose fines of 50 to $250 for each signature on a, um, you know, when they do the um, petitions. So they're saying 50 to $250 for each signature turned in beyond a 30 day period from the date the petition petition was signed and fines of $1,000 for petitions that are willfully not turned in at all. So if you start a petition and decide not to turn it in, that's a thousand bucks. If you sign a petition, you turn in 31 days after it was signed, they're saying 200 to $250 for each signature. It's crazy. like a nonsense abuse of power, really. Well, but what they're doing is they're, they're trying to deter you from actually getting a petition together being a voice of change yeah which is fucked up so so now you talk about like you know people having a voice of change people having a say in government and they're trying to put things in your way to make it less likely that you even go there it, it's just fucked up it's yeah, so they, they want to keep control they want to keep things in the status quo because they're the ones who are benefiting from that status quo existing the system is all set up the way they like it Yep. Look at something that's like, like look at Bitcoin. That's like saying if you don't vote within ten hours of the start of the day, we're going to find you a thousand dollars. Yeah. Look at you hear what, really? Did you hear the um, that senator last week saying how they got a they should ban Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies because yeah. it, it's going to challenge the power of the Federal Reserve? Federal Reserve is a fucking joke. Why do why do we even have the Federal Reserve? That's a whole other story. That's yeah, a whole, that's a whole, whole other. Podcast. There's a, there's actually a great book called The Devil from Jekyll Island about the creation of the Federal Reserve. If you want to just if you want to go down a rabbit hole, that's that's a beautiful place to start. But all I, all I gotta say, Federal Reserve. You want to know the Federal Reserve? Take out the paper money that you have in your wallet and look on it. It's a fucking promissory note from the Federal Reserve saying that the government owes the Federal Reserve money. Yeah, you, they're not going to pay you shit. Yep, it's a just piece of paper backed by nothing, by a promise. It's a government getting in more debt with the federal government. Those are federal IOUs. Reserve. Just federal Reserve money. is not a federal government entity. It's a private. It's a private bank. Fucking crazy. <laughs> Kills me. Kills me. So we went on a bit of a tangent there. But we, we, we do have one fun story in the old gondola this week. Um, I was Frank was like smoking up. Like, yeah, look at this. This is funny. You want to see if it is? Do you, that glare? Do, you see that, do you see that glare? That'd be awesome. Yeah, it is. Anyway. It's like a, like a, like the gods, like the heavens are shining <laughs> down upon you. It's like shining down upon your junk. It's like, look, right? look on the seventh day, we made Frank's junk. <laughs> on the seventh day, Frank got high. <laughs> Frank got high as fuck. He was so, elevated to another position oh, of high. Beaming you up. Hey, uh, before you jump in that story, I wanted to clarify a couple of things. So uh, listening to a couple of different podcasts, I wanted, I know you guys were a little confused on kind of the THC content versus CBD content. So yeah. uh, especially with concentrates, some of those rank 80% THC. It is accurate. So what you need to realize. Yeah, oh, uh, I've had, I, 
allegedly, allegedly. I have pens that rank in like the 90 percentile. Um, it, but it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really like uh, affect you worse than something like in a 20 or 30 percentile, like a pure flower. It doesn't hit the same way um, because it's per the whole gram, but the whole gram is uh, diluted. Um, and also it doesn't have any CBD in it. So they actually play off of each other. So it's important to realize that CBD. Yes, has, CBD, THC. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, so actually a good balance, uh, you know, it's kind of like the difference between like an indigo and a sativa and everything else. Right. So, uh, so for it, layman's terms, right. So if I have a shit ton of THC and I'm pretty whacked, basically uh, have some CBD. No, it doesn't play off like that. So, um, if you have a shit ton of THC, you might be pretty whack, but it won't last long. Okay. Um, more than likely, it's going to be like within like an under an hour or high. If you add uh, CBD to it, it will affect you a little bit differently. That's what gives you the mellow effect and everything. <laughs> so, like, if you're on an airplane, you just fucking ride it out, right? Yeah. Just wait for the turbulence <laughs> to stop, pretty much. <laughs> what you can do at that point. <laughs> Jesus, so you just wait the- you, buddy Brian, in the back of the plane, we're like, Nice ride, bitch. That's it. Jesus, take the Elron. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the point is that the two play off of each other, um, just like in the medical field, right? So a lot of people think that like they can make uh, medical marijuana only with CBD or very low THC to treat seizures like a Charles Webb strain, right? Which is accurate, right? That is, for those seizures, that's correct. That's exactly what it's for. However, there's certain things that actually rely on THC to con- to not calm you down, but to have different effects on you to, to treat different conditions. So it really depends, and both have different benefits to you. Um, both so if you're looking have- for pain management, there's usually a little bit of THC in that, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, same thing. But it's uh, minimal where, usually, so it's not going. You're not going to get the like the psych, um, psychedelic effects of it. Yeah, and I, I don't want to speak out of term because I don't know exactly which one treats which thing because I'm not a fucking doctor, obviously. By the way, we should we should get my boy Zach on this fucking thing because he's a talker and it will be hilarious. Nice. Let's set it up. We need some we need summer podcast ideas. Yes, so. yeah. And the, the summer podcast, you, you get him on and uh, the, the, he he'd be one hundred percent for it. He would absolutely love it. He's all about it. Like, uh, um, you know, he pretty much skis because there's no bitches in the, on the sand during the winter. <laughs> so he realized that finding bitches is in the snow and the mountains. So that's why. He he started skiing. So there you go. I like it. So my my wife and I taught him how to ski back in the day, and that's how he, you know, became a skier. And you created a monster. Exactly. Yeah. No. He's. Uh, he, he. I mean, he's. You know. By. You know, he's a brother to me. Like I've been friends with him since like the age of like eight. So yeah, yeah. So it's cool to share that passion with him for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, what are you know they both play off of each other. So there's really no. Uh, um, you can't separate the two. You can't treat it differently. And it's funny because as these medical things uh, move forward, those, um, you know, I, I believe I read an article, I want to say about a month and a half ago, they came up with a scientific way to come up with some, synthetic weed, essentially. Not this shit that like really fucks you up, makes you want to eat people, not that weed. Right. Um, so it makes you like jerk off in a Target parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they that was uh, Braylon Edwards, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. No, it was uh, what's his name? Winslow. <laughs> oh, yeah, Winslow, Winslow Jr. Okay. Now that is a great <laughs> target, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> no, a great uh, man. 
Yeah. Very great land. The East Hanover, that East Hanover target <laughs> is phenomenal. Hey, uh, um, it, it, <laughs> as I'm talking, way to go, calling you out, Brian. I'm gonna put your skills to the test here. Uh, as I'm as I'm talking, if you Google up um, uh, using yeast to ferment weed, you'll come up exactly what I'm talking about. But essentially. Ooh. Yeah, they what, my young Jamie over here now. Yeah, yeah, this is what you're good at. Uh, um, I'm good at delegating. Uh, basically, uh, they figured out a way to make uh, artificial weed by using yeast so that you don't have to essentially grow weed anymore. You could just use yeast and uh, basically scientifically make it and get the exact same effect with THC and CBD and everything else. So, yeah, farmers are pretty much going to be shed or luck. I hate to break it to you, but science always wins. Wow, they're using uh, brewer's yeast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro. Beer yeast. I love all my growers. Some of you are close to heart. Some of you are family. You know who I'm referring to. Love you guys. Miss you guys. I wonder if that's a way around the um, the laws, right? So we're not growing any cannabis. We're making beer. This is just like Jurassic Park. You know, life uh, finds a way. Same. Wow, this is kind of this is really cool. Yeah, I got a lot. Weird, I got a lot of weird shit in my brain. It's weird. I like that though. That's why we like you. Mm, indeed. Because you come from a you you come from a crazy place. Like we're all from this we all have a crazy point of view on things. And I think we kind of have some some symbiosis here. And that's how we get along. I, I also break the mold too, like you know, the stereotypical person, but it's not the stereotypical person because like you guys said many moons ago, and I always preach, everything is fine in moderation. Dude, it, it Listen, if you're especially in, moderation, yeah, especially moderation. If uh, you know, if you're a huge proponent of whatever it is, alcohol, weed, and everything else, that's fine. Just remember that it is a toxin, no matter what. It is something altering your natural state of mind. So do it like you know sporadically. Don't do it every day. Don't it because then it's not you then it changes who you really are. So you got to remember all that stuff. You have to be smart about stuff, right? Because essentially you're just using a vice to hide what your real problems are. And like fucking, and that could be anything, right? It could be fucking jerking off to fucking crazy ass porn about some stupid shit. It could be weed. It could be alcohol. It could be fucking beating your wife. I think that's a good, good word of advice because maybe the pharmaceuticals you're taking every day to combat some ridiculous shit and put you in a different state of mind. Maybe that should be questioned too. Oh, that was antipsychotic. Wasn't like the number one prescribed drug in the country an antipsychotic drug? Exactly. Of course. Like really, you're not you're not dealing with the problem. You're just masking it. And then once once and the the inhibitor, man. Yeah, once people everywhere. And we'll look at half. They say that most of these mass shootings that happen, the person who's doing it is on some sort of antipsychotic medication or not on that medication that they're supposed to be on. You know, there's something, there's definitely some deep seated problems in there that's not being addressed. They're just trying to mask it with something. But when it does come out, it usually comes out in an ugly way. You know, there's always people that you're a little weird out by and maybe you don't want to see and hang out with. Like, you know, remember in school, like there's always the weird kids that you were like, eh, I don't want to talk to that guy that probably he's probably gonna shoot the school up, huh? Which back in like twenty years ago you'd laugh at. Now it's like a serious thing. Yeah, whoa, whoa, what'd you say? Like, time. Yeah. But like, you know, like people really we're all looking for a connection. We're looking for a purpose. We're looking for to, you know, have an identity that that makes sense in the world. And you know, sometimes sometimes like something like a like a weed or an alcohol kind of it breaks the ice and allows you to to find yourself and be yourself. 
But uh, a lot of times, yeah, like, like you said, if, if you go too deep and too heavy in one of those things, it can alter you in a bad way. And, you know, a lot of times the most important thing is really just understanding who you are and what you're about. And if you can find things that, you know, it's almost like you need to know what the main the main courses that you are. And if you want to put a little side dish or a little sauce on the side, whether it be, you know, weed, alcohol, psilocybin, which is now decriminalized in Colorado, whoa, you know, whoa. it's that's, that should be available. We should have the freedoms and the, uh, just the, the individual freedom to be able to experiment with our bodies the way we want to, and not depend on some assholes getting paid off by lobbyists and pharmaceutical companies to prevent us from having that freedom. That's that's the thing that drives me crazy is that we're not giving we're not having personal freedom over our own existence. I, well, I, and you don't have I, a vote on it. Somebody else is telling you, and there's no vote, nothing. I, I got to put a disclaimer on all this, though. Okay, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay, you can. I don't give a fuck if it's crack, smoke crack, do whatever the fuck you want. But the disclaimer is this: don't ask me to take care of you when you fuck up. Boom. There you go. Oh, you got to own your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take my tax money or anything. I don't want to see it. I don't want to responsible for the actions that you take in this lifetime. Like, like I don't want to see, um, I don't want to see laws that say, okay, we're going to legalize marijuana and shrooms and everything else. And we're going to dedicate 20% of the taxpayers money to take care of the people who get addicted. No, fuck that. You motherfuckers to care. Mm -hmm. Listen, you want to use a product, you better be responsible with it. All right. I'm I'm all for letting people do what they want. I don't give a fuck what you do in your own time. As long as it doesn't hurt other people. And as long as it doesn't cost me money. All right. So, uh, no, I agree with you a hundred percent. So, so I'll be honest. So my point of view typically is Republican when it comes to financial shit, meaning I want my money to take care of me and I want the government out of my money. When it comes to social, I'm definitely Democrat where I don't want the government telling me shit about what I can do or can't do. And I think but, that makes sense. That's so, yeah, because you, yeah, because well, yeah, but well, everyone seems to be stuck on having to pick one side. And a lot of times we should be able to pick and choose and create our own sort of party where, yeah, we're, we're, we're a little bit of this, a little bit of this, you know, and it's that, that makes so much more sense to probably 95% of people. Unfortunately, it, politics is so fucking polarizing now. It's, it's, it's hard to choose. And I think that 90% of the people probably agree with what I just said, except. Yep. Except that the whole bipartisan system that got set up is fucking us up because what they want to do is set us up against each other to fight each other on stupid ideas so that we don't focus on the fucking real thing at hand, which is people who are creating this little fucking empire slash like whatever, uh, you know, uh, essentially um, can't think of a word right now because I'm fucked up. So excuse me. But, uh, uh, you know. That's what their whole algorithm is telling them to do is let's just keep putting stuff out there. That's making you pick a side and fight against the other side for no reason. There's something wrong with our, with our country when like politicians are like celebrities. Yeah. It's throwing, it's throwing a concentration off so that people in power can stay in power, even though they deserve to be in power and that people out of power, stay out of power and just fight against each other. It's just taking concentration off. Same thing with social media. The whole purpose of social media and everything else, if you people pay too much attention to it, the reason why you shouldn't be on Facebook and everything else too much is because it's distracting you from the real problems at hand. So fucking unplug for a second and pay attention to what's happening and fucking go out there and do stupid shit like vote. Cause realistically, 
sick than the people who are voting. Why do you think a vote is on a Tuesday? Because real motherfuckers have jobs. Don't fucking vote on fucking Tuesdays. They go to fucking work. So you know who's that, voting? The people who don't have fucking jobs and need us to pay for them. And that's why Kim Kardashian's going to be the next president. I mean, you know what? I, you know, what? I got to give, horrible. I got to give, dude, Kim Kardashian, like as much as easy to trash her, like she's actually come a really long way and is actually trying to like exonerate people in jail. Why she got popular, which burns me. You know what? She's hard work or whatever. the phenomenon by which she got popular is a phenomenon that drives a lot of stuff. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, well, I could like go to ridiculously school. Ridiculously evil. I could go to school way. and I could read and I could study or I could just bang some dude and put the video out there and I'll make yeah. money doing that. Exactly. And I'll be a fake person, fake life and fake whatever. And I'll, I'll work it. But hey, whatever. She's hard working now. Just saying. Oh, she was hard working back then, just in different ways. <laughs> She's working a different pole. She was getting God worked hard. That's it. Yeah. But no, like, yeah, again, it's it's the whole system is kind of set up to uh to uh yeah, screw over the people who are working the hardest. Now, when the constitution was written, Benjamin Franklin said you should be you should work hard, you should create your your business, your legacy, and after that, then you should go into politics and you should have two terms and you should serve your your constituents. And all the people in Congress were like, hey, or the the founding fathers were like, Yeah, no, old man, we don't want to listen to that. We're just gonna set it up where we're gonna set it up. Because again, he was he was a printer, he was an inventor, he was but a they scientist. Put it in for the president and not for themselves, which is fucked up. Because now you have career politicians. That's should never have been a thing. Well, FDR people- scared him. FDR was like, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to just be here forever. Everybody's going to keep voting for me. Yeah. And they're like, Let, let's stop him. And like, they didn't stop themselves. And it's like, how, how the fuck do you put that? And you don't put it on your shelves. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Career politicians are toxic. They've got, they have set up a system that keeps pumping money into their, into them. That's, that's Holland all. Was really Helms, Helms, I think was dead for like 10 years and he was still like getting elected. You know what the problem is, is that realistically speaking, is that uh, Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Edison, obviously all brilliant minds, nowadays would not stand a chance. You know why? Because if you put them in a social environment, they could not hold up a conversation. Ben Franklin that, was a smooth criminal. Y- yeah. Smooth he, he's nowadays the one they're all narcissists. They're fine, all yeah. about themselves. They all want to see themselves being all famous and it's this whole fucking it, it's a grab for it's it's just short of like making sure they're on social media. I, I tell you, it's fucked up. The problem becomes is that we focus too much about how somebody's saying something against what somebody's actually saying. Yep. Yeah, we're we're nitpicking at the details and how they look and if they slur their words, if there's any sort of like any sort of imperfection, we dig on the 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 minutiae and the superficiality instead of looking at the meat and the core of the message. Like, part, of, part of the problem is the media. The media is is funded by ratings. And the media like, wants to get the ratings, so they're just gonna do a fucking circus for anything. It's it's but, crazy. But, but even even like all right, even take the example of like, you know, President Trump. Um it, so there's a couple of things there, right? So first of all, you can't call him dumb or non-intelligent, whatever you may want to use, because quite frankly, he's built multiple businesses, a huge empire, everything. So obviously the man is not stupid, right? But like, there are a lot of people that don't even know anything, but they will argue with you till they're blue in the face saying you're wrong. He's an idiot. 
Yeah, I, but they only talk about uh, typically they just only... parrot. They just parrot a message that they hear online or on whatever exactly. they're watching. They don't really so know. The it fact. doesn't matter what you know or what you don't know. Uh, People just want to be like heard. And the it's loudest the stupidest voice. thing. We're we're the stupidest fucking generation right now because we're hearing people that shouldn't be heard you have no fucking reason to be heard but you want to have a voice really so that's it then it becomes a war at that point right then it's just everybody trying to bash them for every single thing taking things out of content and everything else and i'm exactly. not i'm not even stating my position whether i agree with him or whatever anything else all i'm saying is that there are certain things that he may say or, or messages that he may portray that are taken in Entirely the wrong way because you're not because he's not good with words because at the end of the day he's in his own ways fucked up the way that he communicates right well, let me ask you this if a senator or a congressman or uh, a person in politics comes out and says fuck that guy can't work with him you know what i don't give a shit if you can work with him or not you're not hired by us that voted you into fucking office to pick and choose who you work with you're hired to fucking do what we say and work with whoever you got to work with to make sure our fucking voice is heard and you do whatever the fuck we want you to do. We don't work for you. You work for us. So you go into politics, you get elected by us, and you, I don't give a shit if you like who's across the aisle. I don't care if you hate that person. You know what? You fucking work with them because you know what? You're getting paid to work with them. You're not getting paid to set up a fucking political divide or whatever the fuck you want to set up. I don't give a shit about your personal input. We're paying you to do what we say. You know what? We say do some shit in politics. It doesn't mean cause a standstill and do nothing in politics. It's bullshit. It goes the minute that they freaking the minute that they come out and they don't pass a budget for the nation, everybody should be fired. Period. You didn't do your job. You failed. Boom. If you're in a job and and that's your job. And, and you don't do that, what happens to you? Your boss comes to you and say, hey, Frank, you're fucking fired. That's what they're going to say. And you know what all these politicians do? Fucking lottie die around. Oh, well, you know, so-and-so didn't it's do this. It's not my so-and-so fault. It's so-and-so. Yeah, it's, it's like a friggin' scapegoat. Everyone's got someone to yeah. point the finger Bottom at. Bottom line is, you didn't do your job, man. Fuck that. You're out. You should be out. Fired. Again, and the, this right representative away. government was set up at a time when we needed one person from our area to go down and take a horse for two days down to Philadelphia and to go and to represent the constituents. No, think about how you... That's That's... <laughs> When things were set up, that's how everything was set yeah. up. People couldn't travel. People didn't have the ability. A lot of people couldn't read. They couldn't read the bill. So a, legi- a representative government made sense at that time. At this time, we all have access to the information. We have access. Like We could set up a voting system in several different ways. Granted, it'll probably be manipulated and corrupted, but we would not need all these nonsense representatives who are not even... They're not even basing anything on the. They're not going into their their hometowns or their counties or their you know um, their their districts and talking to the people and finding out what they want. They're just they're just voting with who's ever shoving money in their pockets to represent so, their agenda. Right. So so the so you know what it really comes down to is honestly is a two party system. That's what fucked this whole thing up. It wasn't meant to be like that. It's it's what separates the entire country. It should it should be made illegal. You shouldn't have two fuck. Why does it exist? It's so fucking weird. Think about but that. I, but I but I will play devil's advocate and say even if you had three parties, the same shit's still going to exist in some form. Right? No, I'm saying no. Don't have anything. Don't label any shit. Just have individuals. Exactly. Don't, why does it have to be this amount of people on? 
you know, A and B, like get rid of all of that. Like, because we that- are monkeys. We are monkeys and we need to be part of a team. Like we just, that's just the way we are. We need to pick a side. Like we're just too stupid. That's what I'm thinking. Like to be so able to be our own independent it. things. We we're so based, like look at the way we've always been like people, the lone wolf is always like the crazy person. We have to be part of a team of a religion of a township of a, you know, I root for this sports team. Like you just have to, we we're just as our monkey DNA is set up for us. We have to be part of a group. Otherwise it, it we has, just, it, it we just go full, we go full Unabomber. Just go out to the woods and you go crazy. Yeah, you. Uh, it has to be a competition, no matter what it is. Yeah, but I think you get the people that can't work together, and you put them together. You by the like, way, oh, you lost the president presidential election. You're the vice president now. How about that? Boom. By the way, somehow, somehow, some way, we're still in the fucking gondola. Uh, we are in the gondola. We haven't even gotten gondola. to a story yet in the gondola. This gondola <laughs> is like tipping around and like fucking jumping around. It's crazy, man. I think Yo, the, crazy gondola. the power just went out at the uh, resort and we're just stuck Ooh. in here. Yo, it's like that fucking movie. Did you guys see that one with the walls? The fucking yeah. Frozen. Frozen. That was the dumbest shit I ever saw, but still the funniest so shit. So ridiculous. Dumbest thing. The guy jumps oh. down, he breaks his leg and the fucking walls, oh. you know, like, oh, that, good. That was great. I loved it. That was awesome. You know, that the was, best uh, part of that, I was like, okay, the end of this movie is coming soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. So we have one story while we're here in the gondola. And Frank, thank Boom. you for bringing us back and dialing us in. Thanks, Big Frank. Here we go. This is going to be a fun one to talk about. Cannabis tampon startup day proves Europe's CBD market is flying high. So this is a a CBD startup in Europe, and they're developing treatments for pain relief, anxiety, and depression. So you know, now neither all none of the three of us are ladies, but you know, all the little ladies out there, we know. We know our women and we know when they have their time, it can be a real bummer. You know, they're in pain, they're uncomfortable. And allegedly. Allegedly. And this startup, <laughs> they have announced they have 5.5 million in funding and they're developing tampons that can relieve menstrual stress with cannabidol, the compound naturally found in cannabis, better known as CBD. Nice. So they are, they have some cannabis infused tampons, which awesome. Now, of course, my first thought goes to a a dark negative place. We all know the trend a few years ago was the whole vodka tampon thing where it's the same thing, right? And gentlemen would dip their, the tampons in vodka and then just, you know, an orifice. <laughs> what happens if you have like a, a a THC concentrate oil and you dip one of these bad boys in there and then you put it up into one of your orifices? Just going blam and blam like this, like all like bam, dripping and everything. This is awesome. And if this helps women, like this is fantastic. It's all good. That's 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 great. This is wonderful. Like that's that's the whole point of science. I just wonder. Yeah, I, I, of course we're going to abuse it again. We're we're all a bunch of monkeys. We're all doing stupid things. We're if you're all- Bill Cosby's house, I would not use the tampons there. Let's put that. <laughs> you all just right. put the quarter in. You do the twist. You flip <laughs> and then all of a sudden the zim's on. Come down. You flip flop. Yeah, this is a really brilliant idea, and I hope. That- I hope this takes off. And I know we've just kind of ranted a little bit about the laws and politics and, you know, how, how unhappy we are with a lot of the way things can be, but this is a, uh, this could be a really, a real game changer for a lot of women out there go through a lot of stressful, painful, uh, 
you know, menstrual time. So I'm a big, I'm, I'm for it. I hope this works out. And, uh, we're doing a buy, uh, high fluid and ski bombs are buying on this one. Can we like co-brand with this company? We're doing it. We're doing a buy order on this. <laughs> yeah. We're going in big. I'm going in big blue horseshoe goes <laughs> long on tampons with CBD. I wish I could talk to more to this, but really I would be speaking out of my, out of my element. This is not my wheelhouse. Not your wheelhouse. Not All right. my wheelhouse. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's a good exit. All right. And finally, let's go to ski news. Took a while to get here, man. Yes. Can I make start us off? All right. So in skiing, we got five cross training activities for skiers. So we're hitting the off season. A lot of people are pissed off. What you could do is there's a few things you could do. One of them is drink a lot, be pissed off that the the season's coming to an end, uh, smoke a lot of weed. But you could also start stepping up your your game and like not being a bitch and just just freaking pounding on the uh you know the training just to to get yourself ready for next next season so one of the big ones is hiking trail running i gotta say you ski down hike up that's like the perfect match all season um all year actually I actually uh, last year, like so, where I moved, there's some really, really great parks, and I started doing, uh, tra- like trail running, like at least once a week, and yeah. I, I think it made a difference. Like I had more endurance, better climbing ability, and uh, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the trail running process too. You know, again, like treadmills can be super boring. Um, running on the road, you got to deal with cars and people and poo. There's always like dog poo. Sometimes human poo. Gotta pick up your dew, man. You just when you're in the trail, like you know you're getting you're getting rustic. Might be bear poo, but that's all right. You're just running faster. That's gonna make you run faster if you see a bear. I used to love trail running, so I did a I did a couple Spartans. Um and uh I got I was actually really good at it. Um and I really fucked up my ankle during the training for one of them. Mm-hmm. It was the super Spartan one, which is like the nine mile ish one. Um, and, uh, I just, uh, it was, it was good. I was really in good shape that year. Um, I was running through the woods and I just hit a root and I fucked up my ankle so bad. Just like, Damn. it was a clear way. And I decided that I'm trying to make time and I just wanted to kick it up a notch. So I st- it was downhill. And I just started like sprinting down and I caught a root and just landed on my ankle ankle literally it was uh i ran into this lady in the middle of the woods which is just like it sounds funny but even in the middle of summertime when you run into people in the mountains it's just that vibe it's it's that it's like as i'm also big in mountain biking and everything else just because of you know same thing just that that mountain vibe everything everybody's so friendly and i was and when i broke not broke. I actually ended up, uh, it was a, a pallet fracture on the top of my foot. The actual, the ligament didn't break. The ligament Walk it actually, off, bro. Walk it off. Yeah. The ligament actually pulled like a slight, like slate off the top of my foot. Damn. It, yeah. So, uh, it, but my foot looked like a, like it was like the size of most of a basketball. And I was at that time, I was two miles out from the road. Oof. Yeah. Um, Damn. And this, uh, and as I was walking down, this lady, like, uh, you know, caught up to me and everything. And, uh, 
you know, she's had her own agenda that day. Obviously, I was not part of her plan. And she stood by my side for a mile and a half, which on one foot was approximately like no joke, an hour at least. Um, and the entire time, just like helping me, like just get like back to my car. Um, nice. It was just like, you know, it was just that like, you know, like unselfish uh, attitude that most mountain people have, which is what attracts me to skiing and mountain biking in summer and everything and hiking and all that above. But yeah, tra- tra- uh, you know, trail running is awesome. It's great. Um, it has a lot of obstacles in it. Um, if you've never done it, by the way, I did a, with my brother, I did the Appalachian trail uh, a couple of years ago with, nice. we, we did 20 miles and in the middle of the night, we uh, camped out in the middle of the night and it's awesome. Oh, nice. So, so, uh, so Brian, you're in Jersey, um, Mario, uh, uh, you should be in Jersey. I mean, uh, when you come back to Jersey, uh, <laughs> dude, dude, I went to school off the Appalachian trail. North Carolina. Oh, really? You oh, have right. state, right? App state in Boone, North Carolina. Uh, listen, to go up there in the freaking weekends. It was great. I, I want to do the whole thing. Uh, Dude, I, my roommate, uh, he did like seven days on the app trail with his parents. And I was like, what'd you do? for?" He's like, dude, we camped out like that. He, and we were actually looking at a map way back. And he was like, showing me places He's like this place. There's like this freaking uh, mountaintop with all strawberries called strawberry fields. It's like freaking crazy shit and you look at it you're like there's no road around there for like eight or ten miles like you gotta hike in there that's the only way you can get to some of these places it's awesome uh, what i want to it's a, uh, one of my bucket list bucket list things to do is that when my son graduates high school before he goes off to uh, college i want to do the whole thing from nice. Maine all the way down and i believe it ends georgia, georgia, right yeah it's georgia um, right? Yeah. yep yep um so it takes about six months, but I want to do it, and that would be so good. Just as like a Dude, wanna do a week or two. I mean, that's freaking. Think about how, like, you go like where you can't even hike out for like two days. Like, there's a. You're, I rarely get scared. There's one section in May which freaks me out. So there's a, I believe it's there's one section through Newark that freaks me out a little too. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, those, are, yeah, those are my peoples. You leave them alone. <laughs> that's actually, that's that, I call that the refill area. That's why. <laughs> so you run real fast and like get some shit right. You just run. Yeah, no, but uh, uh, there's actually no. I, I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's through the White Mountains, uh, New Hampshire slash Maine area. There was a 110 mile stretch. Nice. Where, kind of nice but kind of freaky there's no civilization in sight so think about it if you get a sprained ankle you're fucked oh yeah i was actually looking something up though like last week and they were saying there's a phenomenon if you get 72 hours in the middle of like fucking nowhere where you're not around you cut off from like phones and in in nature they say your body actually goes into this other like relaxation like state and they say it's like primal, but it's freaking awesome. And that's why they say a lot of people go out and they want to hike and camp and like do this shit for like days at a time because they say it's like a, I think it's like a 72 hour phenomenon and it's crazy. But yeah, I, I think that's, that's pretty awesome. You know, 
if you skip all the hiking, I can get to the exact same state by just watching like Red Tube. There you go. <laughs> For 72 hours straight. <laughs> yeah. I watched it's Black like Mirror. That got me there. At that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I watched Black Mirror eyes, season one and two. Eyes held open. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You get like desensitized to it. That's it, man. I don't want to see anymore, man. <laughs> you can't I've see no more. I've seen too much. Listen, any <laughs> any sponsors you ever had before this podcast are gone. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah like, those guys. We <laughs> keep it. We keep it real. We're the people keep podcast. Reals. So yeah, back to the Appalachian Trail. Though there was just a uh, there was like a stabbing there recently. Some guy nice. from Massachusetts like killed somebody in uh, Virginia. Hey, it's not the Appalachian Trail without a stabbing. I hey, you know, not. You know what everybody knows on the Appalachian Trail? You better be armed. You gotta have a handgun or a fucking knife. You got both. Fucking assholes. You're like, I'm doing this with Tom Brady, dude. Tom Brady, dude. That's what I stabbed Tom. I was saving Tom from this bear. <laughs> Fuck the great Rambino. <laughs> and now the Bruins are going to win the Stanley Cup. It's like they can't go four months without a championship. I got a hand job from a bear. I thought I was Robert Kraft. It was great. <laughs> I thought it was Gronk, dude. It was wicked awesome. He totally gronked me. Yeah. <laughs> he gronked me out. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, take this out. This, that's my eye contact. <laughs> nice. nice. That looks that looks pretty uh rapey. That, that, no, <laughs> pretty rapey. That's a, that's guy escalated pretty quickly. That's actually Grant Targe. Like after, like I have like a snow beard where it's just frozen on. You look so wise in that photo. Yeah, yeah. you look so you look so wanted in that photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if I was a betting man, I'd be like. This motherfucker's one. Is there a poster like, in the post office with this? No, it's in like the it? uh, it's in like the uh, the ski patrol hut. It was like <laughs> wanted. Wanted. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? They still keep like a post office, like a list of like you can go to the post office and like flip through like a little book of them. Mario, remember that girl that we <laughs> at, at the uh, at the uh, ski uh, at the ski whatever the ski club place that we met, the one that had like the massage or whatever the hell she had. She was like, she was extremely hot. I forgot her freaking name, um, but she gave me her, like her business card. Do you remember that? She no, like, that so was she, the after hours. Yeah, ski club. so, so <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> they like ski. It was weird. She didn't ski or anything, but she was like there. She was like a consultant. She was like giving cards out, saying she'll massage you. Wait a minute. Yeah, what you got going on here. What did I miss? Uh, pretty much, and I have no idea where I was gonna go with this. So fuck it. <laughs> we will edit that in post. All yeah, right, yeah, so we're yeah. so we're hiking and trail running, and then we're going into uh, cycling. Cycling's a pretty good aerobic activity. Um, yeah, we're eventually gonna get to the fucking main topic at one point. <laughs> That's right. And we have mountain biking, which we Listen. all agree is pretty good. Surfing. Listen, Listen edit, sure? edit or not, this is a lot of fucking wood for a big. I forgot. That's how I, mean, I opened this in the beginning of the podcast. I've been like slow rolling nice. here, like friggin' <laughs> yeah, Alvaney for like, juggling these things. Nice. This, this, this is the alcohol. That's how much water I drank. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah. I don't. I don't. Okay, that's how much water I drank. <laughs> that's oh nothing. boy. 
Yeah. I think it, I think I might break this into two podcasts. We have one for this week and next week. <laughs> this could be like like we could be wrapping up the podcast right now. Listen, I, I got to take my son out to like soccer tomorrow morning. It's not going to be good. But anyway, Damn. we're going to keep we're going to push through. Keep going. I think we go. I think we roll right into under the ropes. Oh <laughs> uh, no, main pot. We got this. We got to go. We got to keep doing this. We got to keep yeah, going. We keep we gotta, going. Listen, I got a whole glass and a whole bottle. I'm good to go. Go for it, dogs. Boom. All right, so we got mountain biking. Very good. Surfing. I don't surf. You guys surf? Never I tried have. once. I tried once and I did it in California with Nick. And of course, being Nick, he took me to like a place that was not for beginners. And like, <laughs> I just like, so I got, like, I couldn't even get up on the board. Like, it was terrible, but it was like, it was fun, but it was, I, it's, I so, could so you see tell where, people you were surfing, but it was really just throwing yourself on a wave and falling and pretty much like pretty you much. could. You, you know, it's one of those things too. Like when you see people do it, it looks so easy and you try it and you see how hard it is, but you can see how it would be awesome if you could have the time to dedicate to it, to get to that point. Gotcha. I gotcha. did not have, and I have not obviously. All right. Next up stand up paddleboarding. That's, that's pretty good. That's something that Andrea actually really wants to get into. Cause we have a bunch like down where we are, like we have access to like river and ocean. So it's something we're probably going to start doing the next year or two. Uh, Gassy Steve, he's got all the stuff there. So, yeah. so, so I was thinking about something uh, before the podcast. Since you guys are down by the shore area, that we definitely, maybe this summer if possible. But I would love to meet up with you guys, honestly, with like the wives and kids yeah. and stuff, and hang out with like a beach day and just like have a good time and chill out. Dude, hundred percent. I'm in any time. For sure. I mean, we, we, we all three of us are way too much into all the same shit that we would not get along. It would be impossible. Yeah. And I'm and I'm assuming that our ladies, you know, meaning wives and girlfriend, uh, would absolutely get along for sure. Well, you know how women are; they can be a little catty and difficult. No, but, no, not really. Our, our, <laughs> our, ours wouldn't. We would not get involved with those type of girls. It That's will true. Be That's and I right. live near and I live near a river, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can drown them. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> Isn't that a Jersey law that you're still allowed to do that? that uh, I believe it's about. <laughs> I believe they just changed it last year. Damn it. Bunch, of hippies. Bunch of hippies. Chris, Krispy Kreme. Thanks again. Yeah. You fat bastard. And one thing they talk about here, it's not really like, it's not one of the top five, but they talk about like yoga. And every year I always say, I want to do more yoga. Dude, yoga is fucking awesome. But I never do. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah. I really want to get more yoga. Out. I need to get more flexible. Like I want to get more. We got to get here, here, and here. You got to get all all up in that. Yeah. So, um, I signed up to a yoga studio in my area, so I live in like an uh, in a nice area in Jersey. So I'm like an hour outside of the city, right? So if you're not from New Jersey, you should know that New Jersey is not the shithole that you think it is. It just isn't. So there's like the shithole of New Jersey, which is like, no offense to anybody from this area, but it is. It's the upper right-hand side of New Jersey if you're looking at North Beast. Um, everywhere else in New Jersey is pretty fucking awesome. It's, it's like that whole like few square miles around the airport. Like it's fucked up, yep. right? You fly yeah. in, you see the shithole. Like that. that's the bunghole in New Jersey. And that's what you see. Yeah. So everybody like, knows. It, it, there's like, you know, like it just has like a lot of nice perks to it. And like everybody should just take account of that. Like it really is awesome. You have a lot of great parks. You have some, some 
No, I wouldn't call them rugged mountains, but there's definitely some elevation. You got beaches. You got Mountain Creek. Mountain Creek. <laughs> Did you guys? Uh, um, have you guys ever d- done hiking like a uh, double water gap or anything? Um, I've done. I've done. Um, what's it called? Um, the high point. No, I did uh, Delaware Water Grab, um, Jim Thorpe, the uh, rafting. That's so, PA. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah, so, but that's like the gap too. Yeah. So, so Brian, uh, uh, since you're in Jersey, uh, still a uh, good recommendation for you. Anybody that's in New Jersey listening to this, uh, if you want to really explore like nature in New Jersey, um, just head on uh, 80 West and be right before you get to PA on the borderline. Um, um, there's a pull-off there that um, is off of a, it's a, it's the double water gap, but the New Jersey side of it has some really extreme terrain for hiking. I mean, like um, pretty much hand over foot hiking in some areas. It's the red trail, which is pretty extreme. Like don't bring a kid there or anything. It's not that like good, but it goes from literally 50 feet elevation up to 1600 feet so i know a lot of you out there in ski country might be at around like you know base area. chuckling at 1600 right but you guys, yeah but you guys are also yeah maybe but this is a it, it, you know thousand you guys, foot thousand foot climb is no joke it, it isn't um and it's it, it's pretty good it's pretty steep and once you get to the top though it's pretty cool you have hawks circling around you and it is in Jersey and you're, and you're looking over the whole Delaware river and the entire like Delaware Valley. And it's awesome. It's beautiful. I mean, like, listen, I've been to a lot of awesome places in the whole, uh, you know, world basically. And it's literally one of my top 10 places. Yeah. My, uh, my, my sister-in-law used to live up near there and my wife and her used to go there sometimes, uh, hiking. And I they were telling me the story about them seeing like a rattlesnake up there when they were like, just kind of cruising by, like just, it was just sitting there on the side. And there's bears too. Oh yeah. So I've seen a couple bears in person. So New Jersey actually has, I believe, uh, that quadrant of it. I think it's, uh, is that, um, is that Warren County? I think it is. I think uh, so. Yeah. It has the highest per capita concentration of black bears in the whole world. Really? Yeah. Which is, Jeez. yeah, it, it has like 3000 black bears in like a matter of like a 50 mile square area, which is like the highest in the world. So things that you don't know about Jersey, which would actually be like, uh, you know, would throw you back and be like, wow, that's amazing. I can't believe that that, that exists. And, here like that, that that goes to show don't judge things by what people say did you see that video last week of those two bears like fighting no it was in long valley in new jersey like uh, again in warren county like you just mentioned and yep. it was some guy took some backyard video footage and these two bears are like standing up it looks kind of like they're dancing but they're actually fighting and you hear him it's he's giving his commentary which is pretty funny he's like oh my like look at these they they and they show in the news they bleep it out but he's like oh these fucking bears like they're fucking fighting like and then obviously he hear him go yeah i should probably get inside you see him like turn off the video and like run inside that's awesome dude it was crazy yeah and it was in in long valley there are so many hidden gems but yeah if you are out in jersey i highly recommend that it's one of the things to do i know you want to go there you just and most people think of new jersey as like a place to get a a cheap hotel to go see the city (laughs) don't 
do that. Go check out some of the beaches. It it's not what you think it is from this from this show. It is. Like, don't get me wrong. Forty percent of it, it is. You definitely <laughs> get the you definitely get the you know uh, you know over tan vibe, whatever it is. But there's a lot of really awesome beaches there. It is. I've been to pretty much everywhere in the United States. It is. Honestly, I think it's probably number one. Uh, I haven't been to San Diego yet, although I'll be there in a couple of weeks. Um, so I can't judge that yet. But right now, so far, it's been the best beach that I've been to in the United States. Um, just because of the mix, like the nice bars, the the, the good atmosphere, good food. Um, you know, you go down to Cape May, the, the different shores and different things we can experience. And one state is unbelievable. For one state to have that many different priority in it, it's just crazy well, yeah, like uh, as much as like I, I like to trash it too even though i live here you know there is a reason why it is the most densely populated state because there is a lot that it has to offer yeah whether you're looking to you know be to to make it in the city or to live by the beach or to you know have access to like you said you know you have access to pretty much everything like a, a decent to good version of everything in terms of you know outdoors city I life i just don't appreciate beaches. how many people live up there and bitch about the snow it's a regular occurrence of the area that you live in that you're gonna get fucking snow you're gonna get hot like that's that's what you buy in for you can you can consistently want to bitch about it you can bitch about one of them either bitch about the cold or the heat but not both but people bitch about it all the time and i'm like what it's gonna snow next fucking year you realize that right you you know what's funny about that is that people talk about the cold and the heat. You know what's funny is that like 80% of the people out there are outside for about two minutes a day. I'm not even joking. They're yeah. they're walking from their house to their fucking car, to the office, to the gym, to whatever. Even if they're active, it's to the gym, back to the car, back to the house, back to the office, and blah, 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 right? They're either yeah. heat or air conditioning like 90% yeah. of the so Dude, I'm down here in Florida, and it's fucking brutal heat for about two months out of the year. I'm still outside. I'm outside all the fucking time now. I'm like, all right, I fucking hate the heat. I have the AC on like fucking 69 the entire time. I pay like a shitload in like just fucking AC costs. But I tell you what, I'm fine. And you know what? I do a lot of shit and people bitch so much about like, oh my God, it's so cold up here. I wish I could move. You know what? Fucking move already. No one's stop stopping bitching you. And just fucking move. Just everybody stop your fucking bitching. How about that? I know you guys are huge fans of uh, the uh, Joe Rogan podcast, and as I, I am as yeah. well. Um, the one thing that he claims is that people love to feed off of negativity, and it's yes, so true they do. It, because it's so fucking easy, right? That's what he claims, and that's so true. Like it's so easy to go off. Oh, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. You know what's funny, guys? Nothing sucks. Welcome to United States, bitches, and fuck you, Euros. This is the best country. It is. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. It just is. I don't know. Yeah. Andorra seems pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I said, even though you have like brutal snow, whatever, you know what? <laughs> you're next to fucking, you're next to New York City. You have everything fucking available to you, and people still find a way to fucking bitch about it. You're near the shows and the fucking museums and all the nightlife and everything that's fucking going on, and people still bitch about it. Just shut the fuck up and enjoy it. How about that? Listen. I'm, Euro- I'm European. Or leave. Exactly. I was born in Europe. I have lived at this point 
over a third, almost a half of my life in Europe. I can tell you this is the best fucking country as far as experienced between those continents. Those continents by far. Okay. And I'll also say fuck you to Canada too, because you're way too fucking pushover. Like fuck if you're Alec Baldwin, when's he gonna leave like, the country because somebody else got elected? How about that? Like let's like, let's be honest. Canada, <laughs> let's be honest, Canada. If we really wanted to, we would make it a 51st state in like a second. Like it wouldn't take nothing. We would just ask you and you'd be like, oh yes. Thank I don't you think they would complain like yes. They just said yes. You'd be like, okay, sure. Like, come on. Trudeau would just bend over and be like, you could all bang me in the ass, all three hundred million. <laughs> yeah, <million."> like <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let's be fucking sorry. Bang it, eh? Sorry. Sorry. It's it's not even a competition. Sorry, right? I poop. Right. So like it's, it's so 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 that leaves so that leaves what? So that leaves um, Russia, India, China. Um, I think Russia wants like the big, like dirty, like violent fucking. That's what they want. So, Putin so, wants the fist. He wants the fist. So I pretty much told you that uh, the United States is better than Europe, right? So then I have. Um, all of Asia, you know, including India, obviously, um, and, you know, uh, Russia, South America, World Japan. Um, Japan seems pretty that, awesome. Japan seems awesome, but I, I, I tell you, Japan's good. They got like a little, they got a middle ground right now. If you're Japanese. You got to watch out. You, you know why they're amazing? Because the United States bombed the fuck out of them. Exactly. And they had to start all over. In the and then they backed they off. In the way that we told them to. They're just pretty much USA, like, you know, minor but, USA. But they're going to tone it down. They're like, all right, all right. We learned our lesson. We're just going to not fuck around with you guys. China, they need to ask what, but just stay. We'll call, we'll call Canada the first day, and we'll call. Uh, Dude, we are fucking ambassadors on this show. If you're listening to us, Fucking the UN right here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll even I'll even go to China and say, you know what? It's funny. Uh, all the controversy right now between the China and the United States is all bullshit. Let's be honest. We have each other by the nuts. You That's know, right. It's bullshit. We they make- own our debt. We get their fucking products. Like we, it's yeah. a yin and yang. They're, we're jerking each other off. I, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, you make our shit. We buy your shit. We make it's a right shit. hand, left hand jerk off. Jerk on, jerk off. Can we just stop making believe all this bullshit really exists and just fucking like you know get stoned around a fire and have some? Let's talk about Iraq. Where are we going with Iraq? Well, that's my whole thing. Somebody's getting ass whooping soon. If we really want to solve the problem in the Middle East, all we would do is just carpet bomb a bunch of weed right into Mecca. Just everyone's just getting barbecued. Eat it up, man. They're just going like, "Wow, man, dude, we got to do the Dependos. Drop Dependos. The Dependos. (laughs) Did you hear about Dependos last week?" (laughs) I did. That was fucking great. Isn't that brilliant? Dude, we we put them in a fucking cargo plane and just drop them all over fucking Kickstarter. Middle East. We should do a Think Kickstarter. Think about that. I, I, I got <laughs> dirty diapers slash weed generators everywhere. I'm going to leave the Middle East out of this whole conversation, and here's why. Um, a couple of different things. Number one, there's too many... The middle, so not to get religious or anything on that or specify my thing, but like, you know, if you are religious, you know that Jesus said that there would never be peace in the Middle East, right? So everybody knows that. It's like a saying. So with that said, you should know that it's also a clash of- Didn't Wu-Tang say something like that too? 
I think if they said Wu Tang for the children, ODB, I think said <laughs> no, 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 no. He said no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the problem with the Middle East is it's a clash of so many different cultures, right? So with that happening, it's obviously going to be constant conflict. But wouldn't that I be think a the melting pot? People got it right. No, it's not. It, 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 because it's a conflict because it's it's extremists meeting in one place. You have the you have Israel, which is obviously our biggest ally and probably the most sane in that area, right? Uh we have Iraq, Iran, for God's sake. Dude, um, Iran's supposed to have epic skiing though. Mm. Who has a better skiing? Well Let's they said that. within uh well, I think within like two hours of Tehran, there's like five like really good ski areas because there are like seven thousand feet in Tehran. Don't forget that Russia dips down into there too, right? That's where the Olympics were. Where Russia was in that area. Russia right? tries to go everywhere. They try to claim everything. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. They, if you look at a map, Russia owns like fucking like fifty percent of the world. Dude, Vladimir uh, Putin tries to claim like the fucking Stanley Cup every year. Well, no, he well he stole. <laughs> Did you see the the footage of him? I sent it to you, Mario. The footage yes. of Putin last week. Uh, he was playing in some awesome. sort of exhibition game on like his 65th birthday or whatever it was. And he scored like nine goals. And then they showed him at the end of the game. He's like <laughs> waving to the crowd. And someone had put down a red carpet next to the boards. And he didn't see it and tripped and fell on his face. Dude, I would and love that if he broke his hip. That would be great. Dude, whoever put that carpet down, they're just in the gulags right now their whole family all their friends everyone you gotta get that, that in slow motion that would be the commercial for dependos put the uh, cherry to fire music to it <laughs> him going uh, down hey not to bring us back to earth uh um but where are we like in the timeline of the podcast i'm so oh there's no timeline we are podcast. so we're, far in we're like i'm i'm probably gonna break it up into two podcasts we're just free balling right now <laughs> what we do so we do free ball. Yeah, we're like two hours in at least two and a half. Let's talk hours. about Elon Musk. Let's talk about let's let's dial this back. All right, so dial it back. All right. So that was we we talked about the cross training. We talked about solving the world's problems. We're, we're still in the gondola, I think. No, we're in the ski yeah. All right, but so I feel bad for you editing on this shit because you got to listen. I don't edit too much. I like to leave this out there. You know, gondola oh, no, style. It's, it's fresh. It's fresh. This is what this is what the people want. They want it things that are real. They don't want yeah, a polished Michael Strahan Good Morning America bullshit. They want it real. That's they what we want give them. Gap in the teeth, no filling. We're talking about. We're gonna take a pause right here because this podcast actually ran for another hour plus. So we figured we're gonna have it to you guys a little bit late. But you're going to get a bonus extra conversation a little bit later on this week, right before Memorial Day weekend. So look forward to that. Thank you again for listening. Please check us out, SkiBumPodcast.com. All of our info is there. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at SkiBumPodcast. We're also on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pinterest. Just look for us, search for us, or go to the website. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you with the rest of this conversation in just a few days. See you.